Hello, it is Feel Good Friday, February 26th. Hell of a show. Let's get to it. Uh, no big deal. It was announced either this morning or last night. I'm not 100% sure. I officially won the uh, Rookie Wrestler of the Year. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! Landslide. Landslide. Wrestling Observer. Okay. A highly respected journalistic place oh yeah mm-hmm. has voted for their rookie of the year in 10th place congrats yuki mashira yeah good, good year yuki, congrats yuki. Yuki. Good, year. good year uh number nine alan angels great year, great year. eight blake christian what a fucking Man. year uh, in seventh uh, place in voting, Benjamin Carter. Benjamin. Oh, Benjamin. Uh, in number six, Will Hobbs. Billy Hobbs is absolutely great. Brother. Uh, in fifth place, by the way, now this one, I mean, people were talking about maybe greatest wrestler of all time when it's all said and done. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Came in fifth in rookie of the year voting. Whoa. Top flight. Way to go. Oh, oh, top top flight. Flight. Royalty. Okay. In the wrestling business, guy I enjoyed watching a lot. We debuted same weekend, by the way. Wow. In WWE. He had had plenty of awesome matches before. In fourth place for the Rookie of the Year voting, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, Dom. Oh, I boy, Dom. 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 I love Dom. Uh, uh, in third place, SB Kento. Oh, oh, yeah. Second place, Anna J. Congrats. Hell of a year, Anna. Hell of a year. Way to go, Anna. Still not good enough. And, uh, your rookie of the year with 355 votes, I think. Oh, Maybe landslide. a score of 355. Jeez. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah! Yeah! Great to be here. Thank you. Now, I have to give credit to, obviously, uh, my beautiful wife. Yep. You know, thanks for everything that you've done. Uh, the boys, thank, thank you, you thank so, you. so much, thank boys, you. for everything Please. that you guys have done uh, obviously the wrestling ring I purchased while being incredibly <laughs> intoxicated while I was still in the NFL early in my career once I found out I could buy a wrestling ring on the internet about 2 3 a.m. I did buy a wrestling ring mm-hmm. everybody said it was stupid who's stupid now <laughs> yeah! thank you alcohol thank you wrestling ring <laughs> shout out alcohol because without it, would not have been able to get to the depths of the internet that I Correct. was at when I found out I could buy the wrestling ring that is in the room right here. Shout out to that. Shout out to Rip Rogers, by the way. Shout out, Rip. And shout out to uh, Mr. H in NXT for, you know, allowing me the opportunity to go out there and just fucking dominate. I mean, that is, it is great to be the rookie of the year for 2020. And people are wondering, did this, did this award just get created? Nah, no, it's mm. been around. Long, long time. The names that are on the list of Rookie of the Year winners are names of wrestling royalty. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to 2010. Biggest scumbag ever walking this earth won, Adam Cole. Wow. Adam Cole. 2011, Daichi Hashimoto. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 2012, 
This is your favorite wrestler, isn't it, Connor? 2012. That was your oh, favorite yeah. wrestler of all time. Big time. I'm a huge Dynastia fan. Dynastia, Dynastia. crushed it. Love. Shout and then out. 2013, Yohei Komatsu, then Dragon Lee, oh, yeah. then Chad Gable, oh. Matt Riddle. What up, bro? bro Katsuya, uh, Katsuya Kitamura, oh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, ever heard? Oh, uh, Jungle Boy last year, and then obviously myself. So, Hell congrats yeah. to all the former winners. Okay, it's great to be added to the list of what you guys have. Uh, I, I want to bury all of you. Just want to let you know, yeah. like going forward, I hope uh, whenever they look at this list, they say, you know what? 2020 winner, the fucking winner of the entire thing. Mm -hmm. But I know that's going to be tough to get to with all the incredible accolades that all the other Rookie of the Year winners have won. But by the end of that thing, I hope that they say... Ain't none of them could hold my jock strap. Ain't none of them could lace my wrestling boots. Nah. That's the goal of this whole thing. And I assume they all have the same goal. Congrats to everybody being a part of that, but mostly congrats to me. You get a trophy? You know, I'm not hurt. I did not know this existed until this morning. Oh. But I should get a belt, you yeah. know, championship. For sure. I mean, I don't know if anyone else won by 139 votes. Yeah, what were the spreads? Like, whenever uh, Dragon Lee won in 2014, yeah, what way. did the second place scorer have? I'm sure I, Adam Cole barely won. Yeah, yeah. he barely. had to squeak by. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what that's he probably win. paid for it. Yeah, he yeah. probably did pay to win. Yeah, yeah he probably did. Or he did like a, a held the the judge's hostage. Probably stabbed like, his uh -huh. friends in the back for well, it. Well, yeah, he, he's been doing that this entire time. He yeah. just did that on Wednesday, actually. Yet again, he actually punched one of his best friends right in the nuts. Jeez. Yeah, he's a bad guy. You knew it the whole time. I knew it the whole time. And by the way, while I was on this run of winning Rookie of the Year, it was in the face of adversity and skeptics and haters the entire time. You know, it's being misremembered now that uh, people say, oh, like the wrestling fans, Shaq's getting into AEW, you know what I mean? Babani is over there on Raw, and Snoop Dogg did a splash off the top. Everybody's talking about, you know, in the wrestling community, uh, when celebrities get involved, it's always something that the wrestling fans get mad about, okay? Wrestling yeah. fans don't like it because the celebrities are taking a spot of a wrestler that they're a massive fan of, a wrestler that went to bingo halls, armories, mm -hmm. their whole life has been spent trying to get there. So when celebrities come in and take that spot, it's always one like, oh, they don't deserve to be here, right? Not Can't look at the bigger picture, can't get that the marketing potentially more eyes on the product. So your favorite wrestler will maybe have more eyes on whenever all their hard work does eventually get paid off, uh, maybe next month instead of this month yeah. with the more eyes, that whole thing. But everybody talks about how uh, like if Shaq, when Shaq comes in, if you, if you're somebody in wrestling that hates that, if you're a wrestling fan that hates that, you got other wrestling fans that are like, oh, I bet you loved uh, when Pat came in. I want to let you know there was zero wrestling fans that enjoyed whenever I showed yeah. up. There was zero, zero wrestling fans that liked that I, when I showed up. Now, I do believe there are some that like me and they are the dumbest community on the internet. But it is very nice to know that I was able to win this rookie of the year prestigious award in the face of all the stooges of that internet wrestling mm -hmm. community that had no idea that gold had just been dropped right in front of their goddamn eyeballs. And that's what that's what makes this maybe even a little bit more sweet. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you this. And Matt. stop putting Stephen Amell in the same sentence as me. Okay? I went back and watched his match can't touch me I, I just that I, so go ahead and just shut that one off as well whenever you're having these conversations on twitter amongst your stupid friends in the wrestling community now let's get to some sports shall we how are you gonna say well, i just wanted to point out that none of those past winners did it during a pandemic either 
No, with no fans. Good wow. Oh, I forgot about Probably that. never kicked off wow. a Super Bowl either. Oh, well. Whoa. They didn't realize it takes all of us this year. Well, mm-hmm. huh. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. I could really go shoot right here. They put that show in a backpack and put it on my back there for a couple of weeks. Nobody <laughs> yep. talks about that. Yes, that does not get talked about a lot. I got, um, we this, this is for shoot, which is in wrestling business, yeah. like for real. We would we'd go down there and have no idea what was going to happen and then be like, God damn, like, okay, here we go. Exactly. This is got to show up here. I was very lucky to be a part of it. Very thankful for that opportunity. But the Stooges on the internet, not the people that voted, obviously, the 355 people that knew what the fuck was yeah. going on right yeah. in front of their eyeballs there. Mm-hmm. And probably the hardest time to ever wrestle, a lot of people have, have said it, this whole thing. Um, but it was nice that, you know, there were some people recognize it because the idiots did not even realize what was going. A seven-minute promo. Seven minutes. Seven-minute promo in the middle of the world that is just, <laughs> hey, we need we need everything to move now, move now, yeah. move now. It's like seven minutes you got out there. It's like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Good luck. I mean, I'm not that fucking entertained. Let's go for it. Hey, I got some shit to say, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity. And hopefully there'll be more. Maybe there won't be. Uh, either way, I was lucky to finally do something that I've always found to be very cool. And, uh, you know, when I got drafted to punt, I had never uh, really done the NFL-style punt before. I was first-team all-rookie team. Oh, right? okay. okay. There were other rookie punters, by the way. Not a lot. Those guys are much better than me punting long-term, uh, but in that particular, all-rookie. Uh, whenever my first year getting in the radio, by the way, I won, like, the Heisman Radio or something like that. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, you yeah, remember that? And yeah. then, like, uh, what, first cup rookie of the year. So, I don't. What are we? Is that good? good? What's next? You know, what? What? Sorry, let's not think about that. Okay, let's enjoy it. Is that good? We should enjoy this moment a little bit. We should think about. You're right. Let's let's embrace the moment just a little bit. Okay, now now what's next? What's the NBA doing right now? Well, I do have an absolute yeah. bucket right now yep. in this right hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I have gained eh, 30 to 35 pounds since I would have been in anywhere near shape to get down the court maybe twice. Yeah. So we are going to have to maybe fast track and exercise. But you're right, maybe G League next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe G League. Be easy, and the church will help that out because you got that full quarter in there. Yeah. You'll be able to run those right. sprints oh, up and down. You're 100% right. We'll be running full Hell yeah. Probably uh-huh. training sessions in the morning. Oh, yeah. Whistles. Mm-hmm. And line. Hell yeah. Hit line. Yeah, the whole thing. Digs your deep in thought over there. I was trying to think of what's going to benefit financially the most that you're like rookie of the year of. Maybe maybe dominate the PGA Tour and be rookie of the year on the PGA Tour. Well, yeah. see, here we go. We, that is in the plan. Mm-hmm. All right. But it's a senior tour. I, I'm going to try to get into senior. Not as much money on that one. Well, maybe. I mean, we're gonna have to market a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out how to promote it a little bit so we get a little bit higher prizes, a little maybe a couple more eyeballs. But it is hard to find the senior tour. It mm-hmm. is very hard to find a senior tour. When uh, JD got under, yeah, John Daly, whenever he entered the champion store, sorry, yeah. Yep. I wanted to watch them out there, and there was a little buzz. It was impossible to find those. Yeah, we're yeah. we're going to have to negotiate some TV yeah. deals, yep. okay, if I get in there. That that could be. Uh, but there's probably nothing else I could do. I, I, feel well, like, I think the quickest thing you could do winning Rookie of the Year or potentially greatest on earth would be Cornhole. True. If you just oh, yeah, locked right. in on you're Cornhole right. real quick. One. Or hey, ACL, 
just want to let you know, I don't know when it's going to be, okay? I don't know when it's going to be because I do have respect for Cornhole. And, like, it does take a lot of work to get there. But know that it is within me to have that. I would have to dedicate a lot of time to it. I will eventually because I love the game, love the sport of Cornhole. But you're right. That's probably the one that will happen inevitably. Go ahead and cut this, by the way. I I don't know what, what it's. I do know what day it is. I actually said it just a little bit ago. Uh-huh. February 26, 2021. Let's assume Cornhole happens at some point. Maybe not in the next year, not two years, not five years. Maybe, But at some point, Cornhole will be a full one. And don't sleep on NASCAR. I mean, you could hop in That'd one of those sweet. cars. I'll tell you what. Hit it. After watching that uh, E60 that you guys have not watched yet. Okay, I'm looking right in your eyes right now, and none of you have watched Intimidators it. Intimidators this weekend. Uh, I will. I'm not. I thought I was like, yeah, I'll do NASCAR after watching that. No way. I'm not. No. I'm not. Those dudes are nuts. They are nuts. Strapped They're rockets. absolutely insane. Uh, Orlovsky just FaceTimed me. He knows we're in the middle of the show, so I'm going to call him back. Danny, because Danny, the only Danny. news really today is the same news from yesterday, which is quarterback news. Now, the New England Patriots. Hey, we're live. We're live. I was just calling you back. Oh. Well, okay. So, Carson Wentz signs with the Indianapolis Colts, Dan, okay? You know, and this morning on Get Up, we realized that there was a graphic on there that said, this is how you fix Carson Wentz. And then it said, according to Dan Orlovsky on there. And I want to let you know, was there ever a time in your life, maybe after you were running out of that end zone from Jared Allen or the next week, throwing a 96-yard bomb to Calvin Johnson to bounce back and get the haters off of you, maybe whenever you're with the Colts uh, and you won some games and almost got us out of the Andrew Luck sweepstakes, was there ever a time in your life that you thought, you know what, I'm going to be the authority on quarterback talking? Because that's what that graphic looked like. The graphic looked like how to rebuild Carson Wentz, ESPN, get up, According to Dan Orlovsky, did you ever think that? You are the authority on quarterbacks now. I wanted to call and congratulate you earlier, but now you're calling us in the middle of the goddamn show, so now we have to do this. Congratulations means the world to me. What, what about congratulate me? I won Rookie of the Year wrestler this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Huh. Bay Bay. Yeah! yeah! All right, we'll talk to you, dude. See ya. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Oh boy, Dan. I'll get a text back from him. Uh says... Were you patronizing me there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Not at all. Not you. I got that. Can we put that graphic back up, though? Yeah. Dan, because I was going to talk about the quarterbacks, but there's really no new news in there, okay? Mm. Russell Wilson, the teams that want Russell Wilson, they're all trying to recruit him now at this point. Mm-hmm. He, he put out a workout where his feet looked incredibly fast. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to – it was hard not to shit talk the Russell Wilson workout thing where he says all fuel because, hey, it's your team that's creating this entire fuel that could potentially be happening. And then while you're watching a workout, you're like, <laughs> that is why Russell Wilson, if he goes to any of these teams, they're immediately in the conversation oh. for going to win a Super Bowl. He was running the uh, the icky shuffle basically up onto an elevated surface there uh, without a ladder, and his feet looked like they were, I don't know, faster than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Lightning. Good for Russell Wilson. So that, that has happened. Um Deshaun Watson, Houston's still saying they're not going to move on at all. Every other hour or so, we'll get an update that Houston's still not listening to any calls, and then that becomes news. And Ben Roethlisberger's looking stronger than ever, says Rooney. Yep. Wow. I don't know, Rooney, the second, I believe. They had a meeting. He, he said that they had a meeting. It went well. We want him back. His arm, I would say, he says, uh, is as strong as almost as strong as ever. 
Uh, so I think he's certainly capable of getting a job done. This comes just a few days after he says that he would like Ben to help them win a championship. This all but uh, cements Ben Roethlisberger coming back to Pittsburgh with a restructured contract to see how they can do this thing. Yeah, on the, in the meeting they said, we'll bring you back on one stipulation, and Ben agreed to that stipulation, and then they loaded a pallet of Jergens in the back of Ben's <laughs> truck and sent him on his way home. And that was Good interesting when he said that you're tonight and the next month or so, yeah, maybe next arm. year. Yeah. Uh, he said his arm is as strong as ever. I'm not 100% sure. I just, I just want to let you know. From what he was saying, in a place where the, the audio should not have gotten out. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. No. I'm assuming at some point some muscles in his arm were stronger than they currently are right now. Oh, yeah. But he did look good. And if he is anything like those other Tommy Yawn recipients, right? Correct. Don't they start throwing the ball harder? Oh, yep. It's like a rookie of the year thing where they just tighten the, the – mm-hmm. by the way. Tighten the band up. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm, oh. I didn't even do that because uh. – I'm the rookie of the year. But now that we're here. Huh. Congrats to the baby. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Wow. What's his name? Garden Hoser. No. What's his name? Rosen Gardner. Rosen Gardner. Mm. Not Garden Hoser. Me. They, they are. He is called that. I know. Time. Whenever he steps into the batter's box. Rolling but me and Garden Hoser are both. Uh, <laughs> Both rookies of, of the year and the whole thing, oh, yeah. but he got his—he had surgery. His arm got tightened, yeah. and he was throwing people out from center hey, field. Hey, Henry. Henry Rowan Gardner. Henry yeah. Rowan Gardner. There it is. And then he had to throw the floater at the end. Yeah. It was his mom. <laughs> Spoiler. That's crazy. Didn't I, I thought it was the it was the, the mom? Yeah. 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 It was crazy, and the tears and Insane. the whole thing. But anyways, is that what's going to happen to Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Is his arm just going to continue to get stronger? Yep. If they can somehow protect Ben for the next four to five years, is that arm only going to get better and better and better as they move? forward because the thought in Pittsburgh is another year with Ben Roethlisberger is another year delaying or waiting for the rebuild which is inevitable sure. at this point will he be able to win a Super Bowl uh, Ben thinks so Rooney thinks so I'm not certain all Steelers fans think so I would assume some do uh, but let's see how this whole, whole thing pans out they got you know they got a lot of free agents got some people that retired yep. got people dancing with uh, Power Rangers right now that oh, potential coming I ain't that right Dick. yeah is, is Ben better than Rex Grossman is he better than Whoa. Trent Dilfer? Yeah, better, much different league now. Yeah, better yeah. than Joe Flacco. No, but I do like the better fact that... Better than Dwayne Haskins. Yes. Is he? Yes. Whoa. Okay. Do we? I didn't I did not want to... That's Gumpy. That's Zito, by the way. The only real news is Dan Orlovsky fixing Carson Wentz. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying this strictly because, you know, Carson coming to Indianapolis wasn't, you know, my... As a fan of the Indianapolis Colts, my first, like... Hey, this is what we need. Everybody was like, get Carson to to Frank Reich again. It'll be good for everybody. And those people were just Philadelphia Eagles fans that wanted to see Carson Wentz have success again while also have their team move on and move forward to something else and potentially get rid of Carson Wentz's contract. But they were shielding that with saying, no, no, we love Carson. It'd be good for Carson to get Frank Reich. It's like, uh, do you love Carson more than you love the Eagles? Are you going to become... A, t- a fan of whatever team Carson Wentz goes? No, no, no. We love the Eagles. Oh, so there's also a little bit of, let's get this fucking contract out of here get and let's out. move on. Potentially, but all those people were very loud. Long before the actual conversations of Carson coming to Indy happened, those people were very loud because it'd be good for Carson. It'd be good for Frank. It'd be good for the Colts. It's like, every the Colts. I- I'm not 100% sure. It's just necessarily great for the Colts. Philip Rivers and Frank, they did well this past season. I mean, didn't go as far as they should have or could have, but they did win. 
great time to watch. Felt like we were, we could really go and get it if we had to. Will Carson Wentz be the same thing? I'm not sure. Dan Orlovsky says this is what has to happen for Carson Wentz to play good football. This is what has to happen for Carson Wentz to look like a uh, a professional a college football player again. Yep. Last year, I'm not 100% sure he would have been the number one overall pick if he was playing in college the way he was playing last year. No Being way. 100% serious, thought he was completely broken. And now it turns out he potentially was because he hated what was going on behind the scenes. He and Dougie P not happy. Dan Orlovsky says, play call. Understand why it is being called and expectations for execution. Okay? Oh. So him and Frankie Boy, Coach Reich, They'll be on the same page, and he'll understand why it's being called and the expectations for execution. By the way, you would hope that your quarterback at this level who has already been paid would already know that, but understand that he and Dougie P potentially weren't on the same page. How about his eyes? Recognize coverage pre-snap and keep eyes downfield through progressions post-snap. Okay, so he wasn't doing that last year. Is that what he's saying? Is this what we got to fix? He wasn't doing his okay, eyes? Okay, rush. that's like rookie quarterback shit, right? Yeah. Isn't it? I'm, I, I could not do this. Hey, I want to let you know, I cannot do this, but I'm also not getting paid $40 million next year to, to be a quarterback in the NFL. And then his footwork. Discipline is vital. Mary stride length with the release of the football. Whoa. So Dan just put out a camp basically there and said this is what he noticed on film that it seemed like Carson Wentz was getting wrong. Is Frank Wright going to be able to fix all of those? Maybe, hopefully. That's really the only news in the football world. Today. There is one major thing missing there. Do not run into your own offensive lineman. Hold on now. We must stop for one second and ask, was that a mispronunciation of the word, or is that how Canadians announce offense? Offensive, offensive. No. Hmm. Is it offensive? Offensive. I kind of like it better. I can't confirm. I was offended by you saying it like that. Well, that's what I'm saying, because whenever you go on the offense, though, like that seems a little bit more... You know what I mean? That seems a little bit more powerful, doesn't it? Like, I am offended. Yeah. Like, that is, I am offended is just not as, I am offended. Canadians are much more offended, I think, than, <laughs> than we are. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that is, that the offense, that's a lot stronger yeah, sounding yeah. than just offense, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Not really, but <laughs> I, I, I do kind of get what you're saying. <laughs> You hate it, huh? No, I don't hate it. I don't care either way. I mean, for to Gumpy's point, the offensive lineman who was playing rugby excuse a year me. ago was getting pushed in his face. Offensive lineman. Offensive, offensive, excuse me. Was. Gumpy, that was awesome. Hey, any more of those that you can just go ahead and switch it up? Let them out. Hey, the bag's full, my friend. Oh, yeah. A lot of Canadian sayings up there. I, I did realize that when I was watching Letter Kenny. I'm like, I don't, is this the same language? And it, <laughs> I guess so. It was incredible. The way it was being delivered was hilarious. I understand that. But there was a lot of googling like am i allowed to use that word is that a, you know <laughs> what i mean, mean? Like, there's there's a lot of like those types of questions so any type anytime you want to bring those out would love a great beard today by the way what do you have nick organization is the big one organization yeah instead of organization when you talk about your team your franchise oh you say this organization their offense is terrible in this organization <laughs> yeah. and that's what it's about oh, pasta is a big one as well past it you know we have some no people. pasta like pasta. What? What? Yeah. Pasta? Yeah. There's no Italians up there, huh? No. Nah. No. The Italians ain't going to Canada. <laughs> Hell no. No Well, much Montreal, they are. There's lots of Italians in Montreal. There's plenty of Italians in Canada, pal. Just maybe not on the West Coast where Gumpy lives out in the boonies. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Canada, joining us now, greatest goalie to ever play. <laughs> yep. The only hockey... No. There's only two hockey players that I've owned. Uh, no, that's a lie, too. 
my first hockey jersey that I purchased with my money. Okay. Okay, as an adult. Yep. Is of this man. Goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights. Three-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark andre Fleur. Yeah! Yeah! Flower, how's it going, Flower? I'm good. How you doing? Hey, I want to let you know, you brought a lot of happiness into my life as I was a young, drunk, uh, early 20, <laughs> late teenager life in Pittsburgh. So I appreciate you. It's, it's too late to thank you now, but I have to get that out early. Thanks for all the celebrations you caused for my friends and I. <laughs> Very good. I'm glad you had a good time. Very nice. Hey, uh, bonjour, ça va? Ouais, ça va bien, toi? Uh, Come see, come Imagine if I would have just done that entire thing. Four years, yeah. French class. I couldn't tell you anything else. Mark, uh, thank you so much for joining us. You're a legend. You're having your best year, it seems like, maybe of your entire career. Uh, it feels like, oh, nine again. You know what I mean? What is it What is it about this year out there in Vegas making you absolutely crush it? How, how are things going with the COVID protocol? How's the season going for everything? Yeah, that's... Uh... Lots of, lots of questions in a short period of time, right? Uh, come on. <laughs> I, I wish I knew him in French. I wish I knew uh, him in French. That would have been nice. Uh, it's going well. You know, I can't complain. Um, you know, obviously, we, we have a good team. And, you know, when you're a goalie and you have a good team in front of you, it always makes you look a little better, you know. So I'm uh, very fortunate to uh, to play for, the, for these guys. And, um, you know, I just... I'm getting older, right? I know there's not as much left in front of me, so I'm trying to enjoy uh, what I can, you know, what's left, and uh, try to enjoy every, every game and, and the time with the boys in the room. And obviously, uh, COVID kind of took some fun out of the game, you know, <laughs> but um, at least we we're very fortunate to keep playing and. Um, yeah, come to the rink every day still. That's an interesting thing. I think it happens in all sports. I think you're seeing it with LeBron right now in the NBA. I think you're seeing it with Tom. It's nice to hear you acknowledge it as well. As you get older, like, you appreciate the things a little bit more, right? Because you have no idea. It's like maybe the practices back in the day that you maybe dreaded or retired or didn't want to do. Now that you're older, like, each meeting almost feels better. At the When you look, I mean, I don't want you to obviously look back on your career because you're done or whatever, but those times in Pittsburgh – with that team, you guys seem to be so tight, so successful. You were the third goalie ever drafted number one overall after, you know, Gino and Sid were brought in there, that squad. Do you do you think that that type of team is something that is very, very difficult to find, obviously, and why is it hard to find that team, you think? Uh, yeah, I, th I think it is. Um, I think we had a special chemistry. You know, we, we, we came in out pretty young right and and we sucked you know we sucked for a few years and uh we lost a lot you know so i think we had to find a way out of it you know we had to find a way to uh, to the winning side and and then we started having success together and um i think that really brought us uh, real close together we had a good bunch of veterans too to uh, lead the way and um and, and we started having some success you know we had a lot of fun off the eyes after games and stuff, you know, and, and we were winning a lot of games. So it's uh, it great hockey, great time to uh, to be playing at that time. What was it like with Lord Stanley down there on the south side? Pretty good? Pretty good down there on the <laughs> south side with Lord Stanley? I, I think I've seen it once or twice down there. The celebrations are always epic, I assume. <laughs> yeah, it's always the best part, right? I feel uh, <laughs> it goes for a few days, you know, and 
my, the first one in 09, I felt like I could keep going every day. <laughs> time. But then the last ones, like in 16, 17, you know, after a few, two, uh, three days, and I was had enough, you know, <laughs> I needed to go home and rest. But definitely a lot of good times on, on the south side there. Okay. Uh, me too, by the way. Um, it's a great place. <laughs> Who hasn't, right? Yeah. It's a, I think it had a Guinness World Record there for a while as the. Uh, most bars packed into a space like everybody thinks like down in new orleans is the place or whatever it's like new orleans is definitely a lot more fun good time vibe or whatever but in pittsburgh south side listen it's a great time after midnight if you're not mark andre flores Sidney crosby keep your head on a swivel walking around there <laughs> but it is a very 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 good time when the expansion happens in vegas and you get sent out of there and um you know it was it was one of those things where, as a Pittsburgh Penguin fan, incredibly bummed about you being one of the staples of that Penguins team. But you almost went on to become like a face of a franchise that was just starting. What has it been like seeing the Vegas town? I mean, this year obviously can't because Uncle COVID's come in and fucking ruined everything. But what has it been like kind of seeing Vegas become a, a hockey town? Because there's been a lot of success early. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, there was so many unknowns, you know, coming to Vegas, you know, at first and obviously it was, it was tough leaving Pittsburgh because I've, I've been there for so long and, and, you know, met, met a lot of great people and on the team and off the team, right? And, uh, but I was very fortunate, you know, looking back to, to come to Vegas and, um, I didn't know if there was going to be any people at the game, you know, like with people like hockey in the desert, right? And um, it's turned out for the best. You now that we've we've had a great uh, first season, and um, I've met so many people that told me they'd never watched hockey before, and and now they're the big fans of the team, you know. So I'm really uh, really proud of how the team got into the community and how we uh, got everybody together to rally behind us. You know, it's been it's been great since. You do it all, eh? French, <laughs> chicken. How about that? I, I, you see this? This is a Canadips uh, thing, you know what I mean? It's uh, CBD pouches. Clap bomb so big, flatten the flatten the side of it. You see that, Mark? Flattening yeah. pucks. <laughs> Every slap shot. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is somebody that whenever they shoot it, it's a you, it, it's a little bit more of a, I mean, because you got pads on, but everybody's like. Oh, the pads just protect him or whatever. That thing is like uh, with the hardest rubber of all time coming at like 100 miles an hour and your hand has leather in front of it. So there has to be some sort. At this point, I assume you're used to it, obviously. But I'm just saying, who is somebody you play against that you think like, okay, whenever they're about to go, we got to fucking, you know, maybe numb the hand a little bit here. Yeah, you got to bear it down a bit. Um, I think like guys like Ovechkin shoots really hard and uh, Shara, Weber, Weber's heavy too. Who's the uh, Weber in Montreal? Yeah, I don't Shea know. Weber? I don't know who that is. I mean. <laughs> uh, Shara is in uh, Washington now. Big guy. Oh, like former Bruin? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I do know him. Big, big body. He's big, big body. Big, body. <laughs> big, big yeah. body. Big guy, yeah. <laughs> we had one, uh, maybe you remember John LeClaire. He was in Pittsburgh, oh, too, for, uh, yeah. for a few years. Early in my career, though. Hey, um. Nah. Sidney Crosby is the greatest hockey player of all time. What was he like as a teammate? Awesome. Yeah, I think he's, uh, I don't know, I feel fortunate I got to, to play with him for so long, right? He's, uh, every day he comes to the rink and, and tries hard in practice, but always very competitive, you know, and um, loves to have fun. You know, he's on and off the ice. He's been great. He's a great leader also, and I think he makes, uh, makes everybody on the team better, and, uh, 
that's why I think we had some uh, some success with you, with him as a captain. Did you and him live at Mario's house together, or how is that? Does he just have a an entire <laughs> estate? How does that work? Uh, Mario's a very nice guy, and his family also, right? And I was there for uh, for a little bit, and then uh, Sid came in, uh, I think, a couple of years later, and I was uh, I was I was out of there. But Sid lived there for a long time, though. I think like I forgot how many years, but I don't know, like six, seven years, something like that, maybe. Hey, okay. Okay, so you can explain this. Is he just in there with like, like I see him walking up for breakfast, like with uh, Mario's kids. Is that is that how that, or is there just a, he has like numerous houses on the property? No, it's the same same big. It's a big house, right? But <laughs> we're living the the same one. And um... Sid lived there for six years. Damn, was I'm an Uncle Mario <laughs> house. Was Mario taking? But he lived there for a long, for a long time. <laughs> was Mario taking shots on you, like before bedtime? Yeah, like you hallway there? hockey. Were you guys oh. down like playing a little hallway hockey? Uh, no, we did. No. <laughs> His son Austin, though, remember uh, we had a couple uh, games in the basement, like knee hockey and stuff. Oh, Do you let him score because his dad's the owner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta show him good. So he keeps <laughs> very, very true. Nick, what do you have, pal? Flower, there was a story uh, years ago about your time in Pittsburgh. You used to wear the bright yellow pads, and you made a switch. And so the story goes that uh, an eye doctor actually wrote you a letter and suggested you make the switch because it was messing with the shooter's eyes seeing the net behind you. Is that true? Yeah, true. Um, I think it might have been 08, 09, I think 08, something like that. A uh, lady from CAD, actually, from Ottawa, an uh, optometrist, and then she said um, that's why the buses, the school bus and the taxis are yellow because they're very bright and it catches the eye really quickly. Um, so if you wear something more like white, uh, the, maybe the shooters would have to uh, look at you a little bit more to see where your, your oh. legs or gloves are. Wow. And then guess when to stay in the cup. Yeah. How about that? Oh, wow. Shout out yeah. optometrist. And yeah. shout, out, yeah. shout out to the optometrist. We want to, we want to stay in the cup. We want to, shout out to that lady. Um, for goalies, it's uh, super mental, I would assume, right? That's kind of the conversation is it's all in between the ears. And then there's obviously droughts that come and go with the entire. When you're a goalie, what is the biggest part about it mentally? It's just like staying locked in or like trusting yourself. Like what is the biggest thing? Uh, is it is it confidence like every other professional athlete position? Like because it feels like it's much more of a tasking job mentally than people give it credit for. Yeah, I think um, when things go well, you know, it feels everything feels easier, right? But when uh, when you let in like two, three, four in a game, and there's still uh, 30 minutes to be played, you know, that's when uh, sometimes maybe you can doubt yourself or you try to do too much, you know, and uh, you get yourself in trouble that way. Um, or some games, you know, you don't have many shots and your team's been great, you know, so you're just kind of sitting there by yourself just waiting you know <laughs> so you kind of have to find ways to stay in the game so when they come you're actually ready to uh, to make a stop do you have a goal no i missed like uh, when i was in pittsburgh i missed like twice maybe like uh oh, this, uh, no. yeah well it's pretty rattle <laughs> <laughs> i could imagine I mean, that's yeah. a moment. They pull the goalie. You have it on your stick. Oh, my God. Here we go. Because yeah. it only happens, what, like probably three times a year, maybe? Once a year? Yeah, I have that. Yeah, maybe a couple times. But then, yeah, you got to clear, like, above everybody, right? And it's going to be in straight lines, so it's not easy. Yeah. Hey, you get one this year? 
I'll give a hundred thousand dollars to whatever foundation you want wanted to go to. <laughs> They'll get me trying every night. No. Every night. <laughs> yes. That's what we're looking. Hey, hundred thousand bucks if you do it. It rarely happens, so we'll definitely do it. What do you have, Connor? Yeah, Far. Uh, when you're on the ice, do you talk shit to the players and/or the refs because the hockey refs are such savages? And also, do you talk shit in French or English? Uh, usually to the ref, I suck up more. Because <laughs> I feel Smart. like they're the one that are going to help me, you know? So I always try to stay nice with them. Uh, the players, I feel like I... Let me talk shit. Let me talk guys I know, guys I played with. If he's French, I speak French. If he's English, I speak English. You no. know, whatever. It comes, out, it, it comes out easier in French, but... Um, yeah. When those dudes are just parked in front of you, all right? And how... Because it's not often that you, you know, get into disputes. But when somebody's a massive part of hockey is somebody getting right in front of you and fucking you over. Like that is a that is a strategy that is used in hockey. Like that is something. How do you ever how when do you decide when like how do you know when you can like hit the guy in front of you and move him? And has there ever been any beefs you've gotten into because of that? I I, I have. Yeah. Um, So there's two right now. There's two refs that can call a penalty. Right. So there's always one by my net, and one is like more in the middle of the ice, kind of. So there used to be only one guy. So when there was only one guy that could call penalty, I, I would watch him. And then if, uh, if like, he wasn't looking at me, then I would hit guys in the balls. Or... <laughs> <laughs> that was like pretty, pretty funny, but a couple guys don't grab me. You know, it's like, if you ever fucking touch me. Oh, sorry. I still like the I still like it but nowadays I just find it if I can't see then that's when maybe I'll give him a little little shot just so I can not as hard just so I don't get a penalty right for something like that but just enough so I can see the puck do you have a full stretching routine you have to go through that you, that's like uh, I assume you have to be one of the most flexible people on earth like that's everybody assumes kickers and punters have to be flexible but you guys are down in that butterfly and then you're just spreading out and then you have to be able to explode from that position as well off the boat do you have like an entire you know because they say uh, sumo wrestlers they like force them (laughs) they like break their they like rip their groins and their hamstring is that what it's like as a child as a goaltender (laughs) like hey we need you to be able to get all the way down here and they're just like getting shoved like what how is that just something you naturally had I feel like I did for, I think till I was 25, I probably never really stretched in my life. I was always pretty uh, limber, I guess. But then uh, yeah, I started getting old and especially now, <laughs> I get even older, right? So uh, I do have people, my trainers are helping me out a lot, trying to keep my hip, my groins loose and um, because it can, uh, can get tight pretty quickly nowadays. Heard you're a big prank guy, huh? Yeah, big prank guy. I like to keep the uh, jovial in the locker room, yeah? Anything cool <laughs> that you would like to talk about that you jump? For instance, I was on a team uh, that shipped a guy's car to Montana. Okay, your uh, turn. What did you do? I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep that in the bag. Maybe. <laughs> hey, keep that one in the bag. Go ahead and just ship somebody's car awesome. somewhere. Like, I parked somebody's car, like, far away in the, in the parking lot at the end of it. You know, I had somebody drive me back, but I never <laughs> strip it to Montana. It's tough Jeez. to get back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyday little shit, you know. I think uh, what I like is, like, when you go in somebody's hotel room and just fuck with them, you know, with that. Can I say that or should yeah. I not say that? Yeah. Okay, sorry. 
Um, You've said it three times, by the way. If you could, <laughs> yeah, you would have taken down our show, and uh, the hundred thousand dollar donation thing would have been gone immediately. So you can definitely say it, okay, Math? Let's go ahead and just keep it going. You go into the hotel room. What do you do? Turn the heat on? Uh, I think uh, turn the heat on. Then you call for um, uh, wake up call, like at four in the morning. Try <laughs> <laughs> to put the alarm clock to behind the TV, like at three in the morning. <laughs> Then when uh, when it goes off and you put the radio on, so when it goes off, the guy thinks it's uh, TV, you know. And then he tries to like shut it off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the, on the toilet, there's like um, a rubber tube. Uh, so when you flush it, right, it fills the tank with that oh, yeah. rubber tube. So you can pull it out and just pull it like, on the side of the cover, like this kind of. <laughs> so when the guy like flushes it, and then the wider just keep pouring it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it doesn't stop until he puts it back in the tank. Do you guys live on yeah. the road normally? This year a little bit different, but is hockey very? It, it's like NBA travel. Are you guys home more? How's the? Are you guys? Because this this is high level hotel stuff here. This is I've been in a yeah. hotel numerous times in my life here. Do you guys live on the road? Is that the normal lifestyle? Uh, we do a bunch. I think we're a little bit more at home than on, on the road. But like sometimes we go on the road for ten days, fourteen days. You know, sometimes three, four days. So. Depends on the schedule, right? But we're we got a bunch. So we have uh, somebody in the studio from the town of Canada, Gumpy. Mark, you like every off season. It's kind of rumored that you're going to go back to Pittsburgh. How much would that mean to you to go back and finish your career there? Yeah, let's go ahead and get you back. Hey, let's go <laughs> on back. Hey, Vegas is cool. Hey, they got a franchise. Come on. Hey, hockey oh, yeah. in the desert. That's cool. Let's go ahead and get you back to Pittsburgh, Matt. We need you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, I, I'm wearing this logo still, and they're paying my paycheck. So I <laughs> Love being a Golden Knight. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, obviously, Pittsburgh means a lot to me. You know, I've, I've had so many good times, great memories, and um, a lot of good friends still there. And um, But obviously, I'm, I'm in Vegas, and uh, things are well. You know, really loving the place, loving the team, and um, you know, very, very fortunate. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, not the answer I want to hear, but I mean, it's a good answer, though. I, I know what you're saying. The, so uh, when you're a goalie, do you watch film of other goalies to get better? Do you watch yourself? At this point, I mean, you're so far along in this whole thing. I assume you have your – do you pick up moves? Is there, like, new moves that some goalies bring in? Like, has that happened, or has the, kind of the goalie position been the same for some time now since Pat's come in? No, I do, I do look at other guys. Um, I think, like, I, I've changed little things – you know, how I play like uh, a few times over my career, right? I think new techniques uh, come out and I think they're, I always give it a shot, try, try it out. If I like it, you know, I'll, I'll do them. And if I don't, then I just, you know, forget about it, right? Keep doing what I was doing. But uh, I do like that. I think you can always improve and, and learn from other guys. And um, I, yeah, I still do now. You should see my glove. <laughs> oh, I mean, it is. Hey, Matt. We're talking full on like a fucking ninja, dude. <laughs> like a ninja, dude. What do you got, bitch? Mark, I'm a, I'm a full on degenerate gambler, and I know it's the first season in Vegas. If a way team got to Vegas the night before they were playing, oh, yeah. the Vegas flu was a real thing. Could you smell the alcohol on the ice uh, of away teams getting to Vegas the night before? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I think some teams look a little roughed up, a little banged up. There. <laughs> Definitely, but yeah, it's maybe that helped us all a bit too. <laughs> but some teams, though, they they made like strict rules, so they would 
something flew in like uh, later at night, so they couldn't go anywhere. Or even I think one thing flew in the morning off, so so they couldn't go out the night before. You know, so I think they were. The thing about yeah. Vegas, though, you flying in the morning. I mean, you're potentially hitting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Get There's a pool it. party there yeah. now. Now you're hitting a real good time. Hey, Mark, I appreciate you so much for your time. You score a goal this year, hundred thousand to a foundation of your choice. Awesome. I'll keep that in mind. I'll try shooting a few. <laughs> Imagine he hits it. Scores off an opponent's <laughs> face, goes in the oh. net. Then we got game tied now. Overtime. All of a sudden, just all hell breaks loose. <laughs> the other team might let it in now. Oh my other god. Goalie. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Awesome. <laughs> Just let it fit in, you know? Au revoir, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark andre Fleur. Yeah. Let's go, uh, Hey, uh... Not mucho gracias. Au revoir. Enchanté. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Is he still on? Yeah. Hey, merci beaucoup, dude. Fait plaisir. Merci à toi. Bonjour. Bonne journée. Oh, oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to an international show, by the way. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Multiple languages. What a guy. That's right. That guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that toilet and Frank, though, the water coming out. <laughs> they, the alarm. They were not shy about partying in the South. So no, no. Max we had Talbot it. had a house right across from my house, and it was nice, and it was always popular. Yeah, it was a good time. 2009, by the way, was when I got into the NFL. So. Oh, yeah. I, was I mean, I had. Worked out. Awesome. I had a good time back there. I was. I have seen Lord Stanley in the South Side. Mm-hmm. I have, personally. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've made eye contact with it, oh, sure. touched it, and then went over to the bathroom. You touched the cup. Oh, yeah. Oh. Always brought it down, Marius. That eye doctor stole a Stanley Cup from the Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. <laughs> Most guys have tried a lot of different ways to, you know, try to last a little bit longer yeah. when making love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about your baseball team. That's a boring sport. That'll turn me off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Should. Maybe you start listing off cities and states. Maybe you start doing the alphabet backwards. Whatever you end up doing, you need to not do it anymore. Knock it off. Not if it's going to work. Uh-uh. Okay? You're, before the time you get to the, the shortstop, it's already happened. Good. All right? That's right. What you need is a real tag team partner whenever you're going in there. And our friends at Roman created just that with Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are a swipe that comes in a discreet unmarked package uh, that shows up at your door. Then it's in a tiny little packet that you put in your pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Then right before it's time to make some love, right before it is time to go ahead and try to procreate, Mm -hmm. maybe. Whenever it's time to go and put on a show, uh, you go ahead and and rub the swipe on. Uh, it'll, It'll dry. It'll not transferred to your partner at all and then you just have time of your life yeah get roman.com forward slash pat mcafee jesus that's get roman.com forward slash pat mcafee no spaces uh and you can get your first month of swipes for just five dollars when you choose a monthly plan all right shout out to roman shout out to you shout out to get roman.com forward slash pat mcafee Everybody talks about how I lost 30000 on the coin toss or whatever, but nobody talks about how we got to that point. Said coin toss was a terrible coin. Not as bad as that, you know, the bush the drop. The bush push. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The bush push. Not as bad as that one. But uh, when we're talking... The bush push. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when we're talking coin tosses, 
Okay. Get, let's let that Give thing. It's a Super Bowl. It we need a Super Bowl coin I, toss. I do believe they should be on a ladder. They should be elevated. No, no, no. no, no. I think they should be elevated. No, 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 no. So if the Bush push ever happened again, at least it would drop 20 feet. No, we got to worry about it. We got to schedule not to have another Bush push. But that song, bitch, has got to give that thing a little let bit it of a breathe. Let it, we come, need some air under that It's a Super Bowl. Maybe catch it, flip it on your hand. Yeah. Like, I was always on. a catch flip guy, yeah. but I do believe you can. And potentially mm. yeah, you do something mm. with that, so I don't need any of that. Imagine if heads hits whenever that happens. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking to cut that guy's hands yes, off. For sure. But if tails hits when that happens, oh, I mean, he's, he's gonna make me happy. Yeah, if we're giving that guy a call, but, send him a bouquet. But there's a heads better out nice. there somewhere. True. You know what I mean? Not mm -hmm. a $30,000 one. Just give there wasn't actually nope. this year. Would have been reported. What if math scores? When's their next game? When's Vegas's next game? I believe it. Ty is going to be so pissed by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. His guy. Ty, that, Ty is Vegas Golden Knight fan. Huge. What, so from tomorrow the, at 10. It's so late. I will not yeah, be up They for get it. the late games. Because they're over there. Yeah. That time Which goes. also, you know, supports your point how it's pretty tough to watch hockey these days. Yeah. Hey, Kate, put that thing. Maybe let's go right in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the afternoon. I mean, it the first. The only, only next four games at 10 p.m. with Pacific time. <laughs> not the only one. Math is their biggest star. Do you hear that interview? <clears throat> I've never heard an interview like that with any hockey player ever in the history of hockey or interviews. And they got that guy on at 10 p.m. And I can we not get him on prime time? Yes, Batman? please. What are we doing out here, Nick? Get him back to the pens, dude. Mike's dead back there. Yeah, Mike's definitely off. Who, Nick's? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought because I don't have my ears in, that's no, why I couldn't hear No, it's off. Yeah. East Coast bias. What are you going to do? Hey, way to go, Nick. Dude, you delivered it both times Very as good. if it was the first time. Yeah. We have Penn's Islanders at seven tomorrow night. Yeah, Penn's going to win by probably four. Got B's Rangers tonight. Big comeback game. If you want to win any money, go ahead and bet on them. Let's go to the Thumbs. Pasta to score as well. Pasta? Pasta. 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 Who do you want to go to? Wisconsin, New York, Michigan, Illinois, South Dakota, Bloomington? Oh, South Dakota. Big do you have that video of South Dakota? I love South Dakota. Yeah. I'm going to post a video from South Dakota. South Dakota I completely forgot about within the past year or two. South Dakota is the nicest state of all time. Nice. I had never been in that state before. Within six minutes of being in that state, the, the place is going bananas for me. That yeah. is Maybe my favorite state in the union at this point. Yeah, that's one of my, the my favorite I've, ones we've done. Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, aside from the places I've lived. Oh, yeah. Of course. Have to love Mount Rushmore up there. Bison burgers. Let's go to Seth, uh, South Dakota. What's going on, Seth? What's up, Pat and the boys? Hey, nothing at all, man. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I was going to ask. I think Dak Prescott is going to take all the uh, Campbell's Chunky Soup out of Dallas and get out of town. Where's he going? I think he's going to Washington. Whoa, in, in the division. That'd be interesting because he would, he would then have to become a free agent, right? Which mm -hmm. means he wouldn't have been franchise tagged. If he hits the market, I'll be intrigued to see the reaction by the NFL after coming off of that injury. Now, is he a good player? Is he a great football player? Ooh. According to the authority, Dan Orlovsky, good Shh. football player. Hasn't been great yet. Uh, and I assume that's because they haven't. One, really, oh. any significant thing down there. So you can see how, if that's how you base your judgment of a quarterback uh, in the grand scheme of things on whether or not they win or lose, which is how we do a lot of things with Dak, if we do it in that particular case, you can see how the Dan Orlovskis of the world are very comfortable saying what they're saying because the Dallas Cowboys have not been able to really win anything worth a fuck at this point. Now, is that Dak's fault, though? 
that's when you have to start digging deeper into the question saying, hey, situations might be situational. Can we talk about the Dallas Cowboys allowing an apartment complex to be built around their practice facility, allowing uh, mall walkers to stop in their film rooms alongside of them, uh, sponsorships, being able to run routes during practice. Can we talk about maybe the organization with its incredible business mindset, uh, America's team mindset, uh, the way Jerry's able to promote everything? Do we think that maybe the organization might not be set up for the most amount of success due to the fact that they are incredibly transparent with damn near everything. And every human that I have ever encountered in the NFL is the complete opposite. It's almost like, I don't want anybody even hearing my cadence. If we can get that microphone turned down whenever I'm giving my cadence, that'd be good. Dallas is like, hey, come on into practice. Come see what we got going on. I'm not saying that's the exact reason why they're losing. I'm just saying that happens. What else do you think potentially happens that is a mindset not directly to win games, but for our team to be the most popular team and bring in a lot of stars. So is it Dak's fault that that has happened? Probably not. But in the real world, you judge quarterbacks off whether or not they win or lose. He's coming off a massive injury. I don't know how the market's going to be. If he goes to Dallas, now we're talking about Alex Smith, fresh off of 17 surgeries, comes back to Washington. Mm -hmm. He said Washington wasn't bad at bad at the beginning. He said in GQ, Dak coming off a surgery. I don't know if Washington's going to be bad at bad. And the thing with the Cowboys being so open, I get it when you're building the team, but you're you're one of the most popular teams in the league. You don't have to do that stuff anymore. I'm going to close the doors. Hey, I... I say that and people think I'm fucking around. I'm when I say that, I'm not fucking around. No, I, I honestly believe that. If you don't think in this billion-dollar industry, uber competitive people, if they find out that you can get an office building <laughs> that overlooks Dak Prescott and the boys' practices, like you're just out of your mind thinking that people aren't doing. It. I would assume that people are doing that. Now I might be wrong, and I guess they have other practice facilities as well. But then even Zeke was like. Uh, when we weren't playing well, there was no sponsors up in the... They have a nest for their indoor practice facility where, like, sponsors are... Look, do you not know... I mean, I guess Jerry has to know all the people that go in there and know that their narratives might not be to potentially fuck them over, but any little piece of information that any of those people are stealing from practice could potentially hurt the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I'm not saying that's why they've lost. I'm just saying if that's happening, what else is happening that maybe isn't in the mindset of we need to win football games around here at all costs, which, by the way, a lot of people have in the NFL, even though it doesn't seem like that with some teams like the Bengals, you know, for instance, mm-hmm. but, but the Dallas Cowboys, it's wild to think that they haven't had success in so long. And they're a team that is one of the most popular teams of all time in all professional sports. And it's like, what's going on behind the scenes, you think? And with how well that offensive line, the wide receivers, the weapons they have, if Dak does leave, does that become the number one spot or number one destination hey, for other quarterbacks? Russ said, give me Don Dallas. Yeah. yeah. You know what was interesting? Um, I thought about this whenever I went through Russell Wilson's agents' potential landing spots if they were to approach Seattle for a trade. It was Las Vegas, New Orleans, mm-hmm. Miami, Dallas. No, Bears, Chicago. Bears, Chicago. Chicago. Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, Bears. When I thought about that, it was different than the initial reports of what the teams were, because the initial yep. teams were Jets, Dolphins, blah, 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 just like the Deshaun Watson conversation. But you put him in three of those four teams, well, I mean, now we're playing football. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Now we're now – we're, Which one? Go which, ahead, Zito. Which teams do you think? Yeah, Bears. <laughs> Bears were the team I was talking about as not being the one, t- the one team. What? I mean, I just – 
You got Gruden, who's notoriously allegedly Overpaid. offensive yeah. guru. Yeah. Okay. You have Sean Payton. Okay. Wizard. Here we Gate. go. Now with the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> yeah. you got Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Oh, big Mike. Jesus. Big, yeah, big Mike McCarthy. Well, he has is smashing the melons. So, by the way, he has it, though. He so, well, he still has it. The Saints seem to be, if Russ ends up with the Saints, it's big problems. That's the only team that's a better position than what he's in in Seattle, in my opinion. Well, the Bears, too. I guess there's uh, there's been a couple. Um, no, the Raiders. I'm sorry. The Raiders. <laughs> Uh, oh, I saw some pitcher, photos yeah. of the pocket mm-hmm. yeah. that Derek Carr was throwing. But their defense from. is awful. You know what I mean? Like Horrible. you're not going to a better team. But yeah, if Russ, a better Carr, offensive line is all Russell Wilson gives. He did have to sink. run yeah. that one time though in tours. So, oh, Derek. Yeah. Well, also, but let's think about it. You got Rugs right, Darren Waller there, okay. Josh Jacobs there. Oh, got God. a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think that for Russ is bigger than you know. I don't think he's looking at defense side of the ball because remember Seahawks defense this year for a long, long time did not play football well either. Now towards the end they got healthier and played better or whatever. I think Raiders potentially now, huh? Now the Derek Carr uh, Raiders fans are going to have to just swallow that one. I, I'd yep. like to ask them potentially if you could have yeah. Russell Wilson or Derek Carr, who would you have? I, I would be intrigued to hear what they would have to say. They'd say Derek Carr right now until you know Ryan Tannehill came in, just like Titans fans would say about Marcus Mariota. By the way, Mariota came in for Derek Carr and that that, that whole thing. What were you going to say, Carl? Well, if he goes to the Saints too, like it's the most complete team now, but they're going to have to give up Ramchek and maybe even Michael Thomas, maybe even Cam Jordan. So if Russell goes there, that team kind of dwindles a little bit because of how terrible they are. With as the long cap. as they got Kamara, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy's a game changer. And Taysom Hill, because you can put him anywhere. You know? And they paid him. They paid Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. So now they they have a, a reason to feed him, right? Before he got that big contract, Michael Thomas became the guy, right? And the year before Michael Thomas became the guy, Alvin Kamara was the guy. Then Alvin Kamara gets into, like, contract year. Michael Thomas becomes the, the, the focal point of the offense, basically. Now, Alvin Kamara renegotiates long term. All of a sudden, Alvin Kamara now is the guy on that Saints team, which is very interesting alongside Taysom Hill, obviously. If you're Drew Brees and you... Um... You see one of your one of the top wide receivers in the league, and your wide receiver posting um, that he wants to play with Russell Wilson. Don't you just like, hey man, I should probably hang him up and get out of here? <laughs> well, Michael Thomas literally played in every game that Drew didn't this year, and that was about it. No, and remember the messaging at the end of the season was <laughs> Michael Thomas played hurt because of Drew Brees. <laughs> remember that because he thought this was the end of Drew. Brees. That was a, an actual message. Yeah, yeah. look that up. Is he need you to look that yep. up? So he there was a messaging at the end of the season because Michael Thomas's season this year did not go how any of us thought it was going to, especially nope. after how incredibly talented he is with that offense, the relationship it seemed like he had with Sean Payton and everything. Then he gets hurt. Then he gets in a fight in practice. He gets suspended, even though he's an all-pro. Then he sits out a game. Maybe he wasn't even dressed for a game and this whole thing. And then at the end, it came out. Well, he was playing because he knew Drew Brees. Might, this might have been his last year. and want to give it to go for Drew Brees. When everybody was thinking, like, did he not want to play with Drew Brees? It was, that whole situation was a fucking mind blower now looking back on that. It, it, will Russ want to go to the Saints if the focal point of the offense is going to be the running back because he wants to cook so much more? Yeah, you but know? a lot of screens to Kamara. Oh, so just the dink and dunk. Hey, as long as I'm getting yards. Yeah. Hey. Pad those stats. It's my legacy, you know? That's what hey, he said. Hey, Kamara, so hit the end zone, legacy. Dude. Right, Let's get some phone calls. Let's go to Johnny in Wisconsin. Johnny, what's going on? Hey, Pat and the boys. Happy Feel Good Friday. How we doing? Hey, not too shabby. Happy Feel Good Friday to you as well, Johnny. 
Hey, I just want to say congrats to you as well for being Rookie of the Year and having the best fucking moonsault since Kurt Angle in 2003. I appreciate that. Uh, Swanton as well. Shout out Jeff Hardy. I appreciate everything you did uh, and put your life through so I could do a little something. Thank you, Johnny, for that. That means a lot, and it does feel good. Uh, The congratulations are just rolling in so heavy at this point. Hey, I got a a Cowboys question for you, even though that guy kind of stole my thunder a little bit there. Well, are you a Cowboys fan? I, you know, I am. Why? I am. Even, even up here in the Wisconsin, um, you know, Ter- Terrell Owens, when I was a kid, I'm about 20, when I was a kid, Terrell Owens, favorite player. Dude's an absolute fucking animal. Okay, so. so that kind of got me on that train there, and I kind of, you know, just ca- carried on there. Okay, so a lot of people are fans of players, right? That happens, but they still normally have, like, a favorite team potentially, especially in this world now where you get to know a lot more players so you can like players and everything like that. When Teal leaves there, there isn't a thought of, like, okay, I'm going to go to an organization that maybe, like, wins more more often than they do? Like You, <laughs> you know, you know. see, at that point, I kind of had, you know, I, I trusted in the system. You know, I trusted in uh, I trusted back in the day in Wade Phillips, and then when we got rid of him, you know, I trusted in Jason Garrett, and it's just never really worked out for me, you know? I had we had Romo back in the day, and um, we failed him about every way we possibly could um, throughout throughout history. So uh, I think um, now that he's doing his commentating thing, he's, he's getting a little bit more success than he, he would in our fucking trash can of a franchise. Yeah, he's trying to bring that down as well. What do, you, what do you want to talk about, though? What is your exact question about the Cowboys, Johnny? Um, I'm thinking that uh, we're probably going to have to wait until Jerry fucking croaks before we do anything positive in this whole, this whole deal here. I feel like a lot of them feel like that. <laughs> Jerry's always taking the blame. Is Jerry? Is it because he, of everything is, that we laid out there? He is the with Cowboys. the sponsorships and everything like that. Yeah, the way McCarthy's turned out, kind of. Is it because he hired McCarthy or? or well, I mean, the I, team on paper. I feel like everyone thinks like, oh, these guys. Are every be good. year, every single year, every year. It's unbelievable the promotion machine that the Cowboys have. <laughs> every year, people buy in. I buy it. I'm like, me too. Zeke, that coming off of that year? Come on, Mike McCarthy. He was watching film every day. Mark Fluffed Cooper, his resume. Oh, yeah. my God. They Jalen. Everybody on the defensive Marcus side. Lawrence. They got that guy that howls, Jalen Smith. I mean, let's go. <laughs> Everybody. They're going to do They're it. They're covered. And then they just stink <laughs> every Eggs. year. And you wait for years to get rid of Jason Garrett. Then you bring in McCarthy. Well, and Jason Garrett wasn't, he's like a son. Yeah, well, in Jerry's defense, too, McCarthy had that underground <laughs> every day film lab. They every watched day. every single play real, from too. 2019. That was such bullshit. <laughs> what a setup. Oh, yeah, well, go ahead. But that makes you think McCarthy's even smarter yeah. because, because he can hey, do that. If McCarthy can draw up a play to dupe Jerry Jones. Yes. Can this son bitch not drop some plays to make the, uh, the 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 Philadelphia Eagles lose a game or two in the in the division? One time, <laughs> just one time, Mike. You only need eight wins. It's not like you need ten. I will say he did dive deep into the bag of tricks with that watermelon and that Jeez. sledgehammer. That, I need something. That. <laughs> yeah, Mark Gallagher. <laughs> and it cried. I didn't know how much water was in a watermelon. <laughs> we need the video. <laughs> Jerry's quote. <laughs> I did find it funny that Mike did tell me he was surprised by the amount of water in the water melon. That's so funny. Imagine busting that out with Rodgers and A.J. Hawk on the Packers. Just the, the, the... the, the oh, me, if me, A.J., and Aaron were on the same team, okay? And there's plenty of other people, but these are three people that I feel like listeners and viewers now know pretty well at this point. Imagine us just, oh, me going, oh, okay. Whoa. You need a bigger hammer. <laughs> Where are we getting these watermelons? 
<laughs> and then immediately after, obviously, after the commotion has died down, hey, let's talk about this. Did we travel with those watermelons? <laughs> yeah. How did those, are those local watermelons? How did we get those watermelons? Like, how is, what's going on? And who, who brought the sledgehammer? <laughs> Can we get a bigger sledgehammer? How did we get here? Let's have a day, boys. They go and win, though. That changed everything. We'll take another step, too. The second time he did it, he had some players smashing them. So imagine mm-hmm. you, Aaron, and AJ up there oh. bashing watermelons with the sledgehammer. <laughs> well, I would, imagine, oh, <laughs> Got the new hocus on today, by the way. Oh, oh. Wow. a marathon. Those are the Miami Vices. Yeah, he's already Iron Man. Four women's. Yeah, well, he's yeah. in shoes, but you know, Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head was not playing. Unisex. Yeah, he's are the Iron Man's. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. Arizona sunset. Hawaii. Those would Hawaii. absolutely fucking crush at the local walk-in club. Oh, these things are the runners, by the way. The walkers were yesterday. Please have a little respect for the mall walkers. Come on. Well, no, no. Anyways, I walk right up to the front there with that sledgehammer. (laughs) (laughs) Follow that, Aaron. Good luck. Go ahead and give a speech, pal. That's what you're going to have to do. You think you put a lab coat on or something? No, no. That's why I think the surprise of the water. I think all the boys... Got blasted. Yeah. I think all yes. the boys got blasted. Yeah. First six rows, boys. Let's uh, back it Jesus, up. Jesus, Jesus. I'll tell you what. I... <laughs> the Cowboys are up for hard knocks, too. So it might yeah. be an absolute oh, lock at this point. Final five. Mm-hmm. Need it. Need it. I'm leaning pretty heavy on this desk. Sturdy. It's a sturdy desk. Well, I mean, I, well what I was saying AJ. was I don't think so. <laughs> it is only three little poles holding it up. AJ bashed it to shreds, too, so... It's got a Jordan up there in Michigan. What's going on? Michigan State's back, baby. Yeah. First of all, go green. Go white. Come on. Oh, uh, big racist show. Good. How are you, Patton gentlemen, on this beautiful feel good Friday? Hey. Hey. Hey, let's talk about Michigan State a little bit, huh? Hey, Tom Gizzo is fucking back, baby. Let's go. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm happy for you guys. Beat number four Ohio State last night. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Nice. Oh, I needed that five. for the resume yep. to get into March Madness potentially. That's where Michigan State is. They're on the bubble, but that's a big win last night. Huge win. Shit. Last two, 48 hours would beat two top five teams. We still got to play Michigan twice. If we get one of those games, I think we're in. Yeah, Michigan's back oh, yeah. to back, I think. What do you want to talk yep. about, Jordan? So originally I had a football question, but I decided to have a hockey question because I want to learn learn more about the sport. Gotcha. That being said, why is it that fighting in hockey, relatively speaking to other sports, is not only accepted but welcome, and in almost any other sport that ain't a combat sport, people are throwing flags, get ejections are happening. Why is that the case with hockey rather than other sports? Hmm. I don't think I heard what he said. Why well, is uh, it accepted to fight in hockey and not other sports? Because you, you handle your business, you handle your problem, then you stick tap and go in the box and come back out on the other side. It is the story of what it used to be to have a beef. It's actually the history of street beefs mm-hmm. where Shigami <laughs> is going to be winning uh, a big-time title next week against the OG East Coast Street Beef champ, Big Smile. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's kind of like how it used to be back in the day. I don't like you. You don't like me. I'm punching in the face. You're going to try to punch me in the face. Hopefully, I don't get punched in the face. And then afterwards, we're going to set our swords aside and leave it there and move on. That's what hockey was. 
Hockey was like, hey, you took my maple syrup. No, no, no. You took my maple syrup, don't you? Well, I'm offended, don't mm -hmm. you know? Well, my organization doesn't like what you're doing. That's not what it's about. Let's go. You want it? Huh? You want it? Mm. Yeah? Let's do it. You want it? Huh? You want it? Huh? Get this jersey. And then you pick all your shit up and you leave your beef behind. You go into the penalty box and you fuck over your team. Then you come back out on the other side. Ain't that oh, right? Yeah. Five minutes each. You're both in there the same time. Don't fuck over anybody. Yeah, it's in bed. <laughs> but I don't know why, but I do appreciate the fact that you're from Detroit probably and you're asking me from Hockey Town a hockey question. So wow. that's, that's a smart call. Real. Don. I mean, if other sports want to fight, they got to get a penalty box to put the guys in after. Yes. That you're in lacrosse fights. Awesome. Holy if shit. There, if there was a box on each end zone oh, that the NFL players lacrosse <laughs> fights, it oh, oh, yeah. They lacrosse, they just, it's, you're just. On hardcourt oh, running shoes, the, just yeah. throwing balls. So is it just a bunch of Spencer Joneses out there with sticks beating the hell out yep, of each other? They exactly. got fighting straps. There, I mean, there ain't no call fire errors in lacrosse. No, no, because no. right. no, the helmets. No. Smart. Hmm. But it's not year round, right? I mean, cross. No, you can go uh, outdoor, and then there's box across. Box across. Yeah. Do. do people pay, uh, play only lacrosse? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's not like it's always. I thought it was always like a side. Well, for like I do this and I also places in the country where they play real sports. It is a side thing, but like in the Northeast and stuff like that. Yeah. Before the PLL, like guys who played in the MLL, they would have actual jobs. And then during the season, they would just after work, head on down to the field, take care of I love business. that passion. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, I love that. So J.P. Morgan to lacrosse. <laughs> the PLL now has changed it to J.P. Morgan, by the way. Do you know, learned this last night. What's this? The, um, the guns that were used in the duel between... Alexander. Uh, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr, mm -hmm. sir, are in uh, the guns that killed Alexander Hamilton, by the way. Yeah, rest in peace. Aaron Burr, sir, uh, killed him. Rest in peace to Alexander Hamilton, by the way. Anyways, the guns that were used there in J.P. Morgan Chase in uh, Manhattan. Learned that last night on one of those trivia shows. That's really? awesome. Yeah, you want to go get, check out the guns, go to J.P. Morgan Chase and say, hey, I want to see the guns. That's a great little collector's item, huh? Yeah, I'd assume they're pretty expensive. I'll, I'll take them over to Rick over at Pawn Stores. <laughs> yeah. See what he got. I'll give me. you uh, 15 bucks. Oh, really? Well, bring yeah. that fucking mullet stooge in here to really give an assessment <laughs> on this. Thing. Right, fine, I'll give you one Charizard. I, I gotta card. make money here. I gotta you make give me money one here. Charizard. I'll give you one Charizard. Hey, I saw Gary Vee talking about that. Oh, thing yeah. being a million dollar oh, card. Yeah. Well, this one's oh, bent yeah. at the crease though, so you know you gotta have to you have to take Don't that into it. account. How many Charizards are there? Is this like the uh, scratch off, like uh, the uh, McMillions thing? Is that what this is? You're saying it's a, think, it's a fraud? No. It's a scam? No, no. I know McMillions was a scam, but the idea at the beginning, before it was taken advantage of, was that somebody would get some fries or something, they pull it off, oh my God, it's a million dollars, but everything else is bullshit. Mm -hmm. With this Pokemon collection game, it's a bunch of bullshit, and then, oh my God, I got the prize, I got a Charizard, that's uh, worth a million bucks, is that how it works? So right now, in the world, like the, the best thing you get is a PSA 10. There's only 120 that says um, And you um, got to go oh, get Happy right. Meals at McDonald's. And well, this no, this is like back in the day, 1996. They're, out, they're already out in yeah. circulation. Oh, they're amongst us. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, you open as a kid, you go, oh, I got a charge. That's pretty cool. And you threw in a drawer and forgot about it. That thing's probably worth so much money right now. Oh, so we got to start checking if drawers of all the nerds. If it's, if it's nice. 
Yeah. Hey, you, hey, you Aldi stooges. Will you guys go? Hey, Foxy, well, Aldi nerd. Will you go? Will you go check your drawers from your childhood years to see if we got any Charizards in there? Nah, we don't do Pokemon cards. We sold those a long time ago in the Fox family. Uh, oh, shout out, oh, shout out, you guys. Uh, Billy's coming in now. Aldi, Bill, what's going uh, on? As far as your Charizard question, there's one guy that has like a massive uh, deal of them, and he tried to sell them on Pawn Stars for like half a million dollars. I think they appraised for like 1.5 this year. They didn't sell. Obviously, to Pawn Stars. Rick didn't buy it? No, that's where, like, Logan Paul got his, and that's what this whole hype's about and all that. He bought from this one dude in Las Vegas that has hundreds of them. One point he has five. hundreds of Charizards? Yeah. I, who is this guy? I'd like to get into the, the Charizard. Mr. Sure Charizard? Papa Zard? Bro, I got a top shot. Okay, yeah. they had a drop today. Uh -huh. Ain't nobody get them. Okay, supposed to be a drop yesterday. Didn't happen. What happened today? There was 140,000 people waiting to get a couple of these packs. I got a card. I mean, you got a Zion card, too. And Zion stock is... Yoli, 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 Let's go to the phones here. Hell yeah. David in New York, what's going on, pal? Hey, Pat. Hope you and the boys are having a great feel-good Friday. Oh, man, we are. And it's only getting better now because oh, of you, yeah. pal. What part of New York are you in? I'm actually from, uh, from the city. Oh, nice. How is the city? Heard it's uh, kind of opening back up there for a bit. It was dead for a long time. People mm. were fleeing, flocking out of there. Uh, it was locked down, obviously, for a long, long time. Hope everybody's okay uh, at this point. But is it opening back up over there? Yeah, I'd say it's definitely better than it was uh, a couple months ago. Uh, weather's getting a little warmer compared to all the snow we've had, so definitely looking up. Oh, and you stayed through the entire thing. A lot of people flee, right? Don't normally people leave the city in the summer, but... Uh, in quarantine, it felt like everybody I knew that was potentially associated with New York City, they were getting out of there as fast as possible. You held it down in there. You're a real New Yorker, huh? Yeah, I'm born and raised in the city, so I had nowhere else to go. Oh. Hey, I respect that, David. What do you want to talk about? Um, well, first of all, I've run several marathons in Hoka's. They're great shoes, man. You're going to become a runner after this. <laughs> wow. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Oh, if I'm gonna get into the the marathon thing, you know, the first ever person that ran distance in a marathon was a mailman or whatever. He died, you know. So uh, I just don't think that's a good idea. But maybe if I can get, you know, new knees. Shout out Bronny, by the way. Bronny had knee surgery. Hope he's okay. Yeah, right. to in high school. If they can give me two new knees, I'll go out there and run some marathons. Is he even running? Um. So I'm a lifelong Jet fan. Ooh. And with you guys talking about Big Ben earlier, I have to ask. Um, I'm just wondering what's the worst headline for a team to have? Your head coach sucking toes, a la Rex Ryan, or your QB slamming salami to the Lord? <laughs> Let's go to Juice in Arkansas. <laughs> you don't right. want to do that one? Those are wild times for Rex Ryan, I assume. You know? Yeah. Those are wild times. Hey, man, to each your own. You know? Rex well, doesn't give a shit. It's the best part about it all. Yeah. I asked Rex to get on Twitter or something one time, and he was like, uh, nah, can't do it. Really. <laughs> and I was like, I think people will love you. And he said, I ain't got time for it. He literally is just in his own world, I think, at all times. Yeah. It's football. Let me get on TV. And then whatever his personal life is, let's just leave that as Rex Ryan's personal life. That ain't this type of show. See, the Ryan bros need a joint account because them mm -hmm. two together oh, on one Twitter account. Why don't they have a show? That'd be a great Makes no show. Sense. Oh, little, do you hear the little? Rob and Rex. Rob, Rob and Rex. Rex. This show that is better than sex. It's Rob oh, and Rex. It's Rob, Rob and Rex. Rex. Who knows what they'll say next? Let's go to Ott in Estonia. Ott, good to hear from you, pal. Are you going to win an Emmy for that? Greetings, guys. 
Grammy. How are you? <laughs> All right, everything's great, fella. How are you over there in Estonia? Happy to hear Estonia still a place. Ott still kicking it over there. Great to hear from you again on this Feel Good Friday. Thank you. First of all, greetings to all the guys in the studio. And I don't know why people are forgetting MB Phil. Phil, hi. Oh, Phil, smart, by the way. Oh, yeah. Very oh, smart oh, to oh, say oh. hello to Phil. Very yeah. smart to say hello to yeah. Phil. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Phil, by the way, CFO uh, Phil. Uh, uh, MV Phil, interesting. I mean, I would assume without Phil, we would not be able to operate. So I, I, I don't know if anybody's the most valuable. He is definitely highly, highly, highly valuable. Uh, so maybe HVP. Maybe HVP. HVP. No, HVP. Uh, no. Highly valuable, Phil. is Phil. the man. Phil is the man. For the YouTube chat, Phil is the man. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> HVP isn't that know. also a uh, is that also a disease? Have a good one. Human papillomavirus. Now that one, uh, when I was in college, was a very popular one. That was the to one. talk about. Yeah, when I was going, I remember they were like, "Hey, make sure you get your HPV shot." Shout out HPV. Shout out to, no, don't shut. I guess yeah, HVP is really Let it die. Shut, shut down. HVP. Oh, I saw photos of it. Oh. HVP actually uh, spray paint method, high volume pressure. Ooh. I think Phil would appreciate being that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alongside a high volume pressure spray yeah. paint, like Banksy or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there was a graffiti artist that art sold for a hundred and some million dollars. Sure. Was it Banksy? What? It was not Banksy. How big was the piece of art? Was it I don't entire know, it, wall? It was... It was uh, Jeopardy James got it wrong, I think, last oh. night. Uh, maybe he didn't get it wrong. Maybe somebody else got it wrong. But it was in one of the trivia games. Uh, it was 103 million or 108 million. Damn. Something like that. Jeez. It was un. We have a break. Besquat. Smart. Yeah. Who's that? Best. Uh, probably pronounced it wrong. Besqui. <laughs> yeah, they, they said the name so fast. Yeah, it's whenever B -A -S -S -Q -U -I -A -T. it was the right. S Q U I A T. So Bos why are you spray painting? Basquiat. What's that? Basquiat. Well, why are you spray painting fucking bridges? You get 108 million dollars for your paint. Fucking take your shit to canvas and let's sell this thing. Oh, it's Jean Michael Basquiat. Hey, Jean. Yeah. He knows Mark Andre. JMB. Yeah, JMB. Friends with uh, HPV and HVP mm -hmm. out there. And, and MAF is flipping on the other side of town there. Oh, boys. This goes to your argument, though, how it's like um, all fake. Like art. Yeah. Like, I think art is like, one how big, is that like? I think it's all one big money laundering operation. Yeah. Listen, and I respect the fact that art, you know, is. To each their own, mm -hmm. you know. I might see a throw up on a canvas, and somebody else sees uh, every emotion that this person has ever. I understand that maybe I am not the right person to be talking about it, uh, but you're never going to be able to convince me that a motherfucking thing that goes on the wall is worth a hundred some million dollars. No way, especially after half of it gets shredded. Unless mm -hmm. that person is owed that amount of money from somebody. No, that's a Banksy one. That's not the same. That one I think is worth. Appreciate. If I could get the if I could get the the Banksy one that as soon as it sells it shreds in half. Yeah. Now that is one that <laughs> I would like because price. hey, that one has a trick. You know, yeah. like that one has like a trick or whatever. You know, and this trick this thing does. Hey, Jay, hey, by the way, you know how to make three D graphics and shit. Yeah. People are selling those now as people pieces of art. Yeah. And one guy's making uh, a million over a million dollars his little graphic thing. Jay, what are you doing? Dude, have to look into that. Huh? Have to look into that. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Here we go, Jay. The one that the guy sold super political. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so that potentially is. Maybe one. I won't look into that. Yeah. Super, <laughs> yeah. super deep. How is this worth $110 million? Is that the, the graffiti artist? 
That, that's just the. I think that's the guy who bought it. I could be wrong. Hey, it's worth whatever somebody's mm -hmm. willing to pay it. Mm -hmm. Art moves. But for me, I hope I, I'm never in debt enough where I have to buy a hundred million. Like it's War Dogs. The second guy below that pay, like it was probably like ten million dollars. Yeah, but you got to think though. That person probably Some owed auction. that person a hundred million dollars for something going on. Yeah. Never want to be in that position to have to fake buy art for a hundred million. No thanks. So sorry to interrupt. I just want to let you know that uh, if you're not. Gambling with Fandle, you are wrong, okay? <laughs> that was a bit obnoxious. But it's real. Fandle, obviously, um, the exclusive sports book partner of this office, this show. And, you know, when you see in here partner, you wonder what does that entail? What, what it does entail is Fandle gives us the best odds, our listeners the best odds, available uh they super boost things at a rapid rate so people can make more money off of their big ass brains whenever they get a chance to gamble on stuff um they're just a really good group of humans behind an incredible sports book that the app is the most convenient app of all time and also they have daily fantasy if you're in a state that doesn't have uh sports gambling legalized yet so if you get a chance and if gambling gets legalized in your state and we show up get on Fanduel. Now, listen, you can even go try some other places, and what you'll find out very quickly is that the FanDuel Sportsbook app, the most convenient, the quickest, the fastest payouts, highest odds, everything like that, most things to bet on, uh, you'll enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, if we're not in your state yet, we're coming. We can't wait. And if we're in your state, let's go. What are you doing betting anywhere else? I'm on a little bit of a hot and cold run here. I lost a $1,000 bet, live bet the other night, which is a great way to watch sports is get a feel for how a team is doing and then live bet the shit out of them, which you'll be able to do on FanDuel. I bet that Zion was going to beat the Bucks, by nope, the, the Zion and the Pelicans were going to keep it within three and a half against the Bucks last night. Now, I was loaded with stats, okay? The Bucks were... 0-11 going into the fourth quarter whenever they were tied or down. They were tied with Zion, 103-103. Zion was hot. He has been hot. So they were giving me three and a half points, plus it was tied with that thing. I went ahead and hammered that 1000 bucks. get 1900 back in return because the odds were at minus 106 or whatever. Lost by four. Now, a lot of people will say, what the fuck? How's that happen? Are they time traveling? Possibly. But know that there are a lot of winners out there, a lot of winners to be found, a lot of money to be made, and big thanks to FanDuel for everything that they've done for us. I'm going to get hot going into the weekend. I'm going to come out on Monday. We're going to get hot on Hammer Don. We're just going to be giving out locks on top of locks, and we can't thank you enough. Rock with FanDuel, Daily Fantasy, Sportsbook, everything else. Uh, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> AJ Hawk and I are here, and we're about to be joined by a guy who's in his ninth season in the NBA, probably going to win sixth man of the year for the Orlando Magic, hosts a podcast that is named after him. He's unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, Terrence Ross. Yeah! 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 Ross, what's going on, dude? What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing, man? How's life? Last time we spoke to you, I think you were still in the bubble or just uh, almost near the end of your bubble run. You had a couple weeks, uh, maybe a month or two of freedom there. Now we're back in the season. You're playing great basketball. How's life been? How do you feel over there, T-Ross? Uh, tired, man. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I just got back to New York last night at like 3 a.m., so 
I'm just kind of waking up. So, man, it's been a – it feels like it's been one long season since the last time I talked to you, but it is – it's a lot, man. But, you know, I'm, I'm sticking in there, hanging in there. How different is it right now? I guess you were in the bubble just a couple months ago, we feel like. But playing now, yeah, you're not technically living in the bubble, but you're still – does the game feel the same, like actual game day? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I mean, we used to – I mean, every game day we used to go to – to like the gym for shoot around and we haven't done that all year uh we're doing a lot of walkthroughs in the hotel we can't really leave the hotel when we get to wherever city we're in um i mean there's a lot of covid protocols so we're kind of just trying to maneuver our way around that but it's a different feel than any other season uh it's nice to be back in the arenas where you know some teams have a little bit of fans some teams have no fans but to be back on the road is is refreshing because being in a bubble was tough. Um, whenever you're going and traveling around, and it, they, they're talking about how the bubble they're having, you guys aren't even allowed, to, I think, in the hotels to even, like, see each other. And, and you talked about how you're doing uh, walkthroughs instead of uh, shoot-arounds. Do you think there'll be anything going forward that'll be – cut out like when it isn't like for instance the daily workouts at the or the workouts at the arena you think that'll continue after this whole thing or do you think there'll be anything that'll change because of this uh entire protocol situation um it depends if uh you know we if we if players start getting vaccines i know they start asking the players because i know they're working with the player association in the league you know working with getting the players vaccines so they're asking players right now like hey if you how would you feel about getting the vaccine you know if that meant that you don't have to you know, test in the morning or you don't have to do, you know, A, B, and C. So uh, I don't know where a lot of people stand, but <laughs> I know that if that happens, it could change, you know, a lot of what we're doing and eliminate some of that, all the hoops we have to jump through day and night. So uh, hopefully, you know, they ease up with it. I mean, as long as it's safe. But right now it's it's super unclear. And uh, I don't know, we still trying to figure it out. What do you think the chances are of – the, the players association and the NBA and like, I guess coming together and saying, yeah, we will like all the players will get vaccinated. Do you think there's a good chance that could happen? Man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, you know, with this vaccine, it's very tricky. A lot of people have their own, you know, opinions about it. Oh, you're, you don't say <laughs> it is quite a, there are yeah. some. Yeah. Yeah. There's no middle ground between a lot of people yeah. and, everywhere everybody's everywhere right now um so i don't know man it's it's i don't know it's everything is super unclear nobody knows anything we're all just going with the flow i guess all right let's talk about uh the sport of basketball that you're playing right now hey you're playing really good basketball right now man what are we doing how are we feeling body's feeling good you know you said you're tired right now you've been resting great you've been dieting anything different or are we just doing the same old same old here Honestly, uh, I mean, just besides the fatigue, I feel surprisingly, you know, healthy. I'm not banged up. Like, our team has been – it's been a few times this year where we've only had seven to eight players on an active roster to, like, play a game because everybody's getting hurt left and right. We have guys falling out, uh, getting hurt here and there. So, I'm surprised. Like, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to make it through this far without getting any injuries. So, I can't complain over there. Uh, for the most part, man, I just – I'm sleeping a lot more. I'm sleeping, like, constantly. Like, I feel like I'm just sleeping through the day when I'm not, you know. Do you have mono? Hey, I, I'm not a doctor, but you sound fatigued. You're sleeping all day. Are you losing weight? You might have mono. 
I pray to God it's not mono. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope to God it's not mono. Uh, damn, man, I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, I'm just we, we travel so much. They have this on a, a shorter season, so our to and from time is like crazy. Like we've had probably I think the first or second hardest schedule of any team in the NBA. We've had the most back to backs uh, out of anybody in the NBA. Uh, so man, we are. I mean, we're almost done. Like, next week is the break. So, I mean, we right there. So, we have, you know, we get guys healthy again. But, uh, whew, man, it's a grind right now. It's a different type of grind. I, I, I can feel for you. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's amazing the way you're playing, both offensively and defensively. It, it makes me question something. Like, going back in the day, I remember people would say, oh, the NBA players, like, they don't play defense. These guys don't yeah. play defense. It's so easy to score. So, when I was, like, 25, I got to go to my first NBA game and actually sit courtside. And mm-hmm. two minutes into the game, I was like, there's no chance anybody on the planet can score. But like, <laughs> how do you ever score a point is what I was I was watching because I was like, these guys are playing so hard, I felt like. like, Do you think there's a chance, like, let's say a solid high school basketball player, 6'3", point guard, could he score a bucket in an NBA game? Probably in, like, garbage time, like the last couple of minutes. <laughs> you put him up there, he would have to be an exceptional, exceptional. Like, we would all know about whoever this 6'3", you know, high school kid is. We would, if he was good enough to play in the league, everybody would know. But uh, actually, no. So I, sorry, I take that back. There is a kid, uh, Amani Bates. He's in high school. Uh, he might be Ohio? a junior. Michigan. But, yeah, for the last few years, he's been regarded as, like, the best high school player regardless of glass. He's, like... He's like a, a mini Kevin Durant. If anybody could score in the NBA, I think it'd be that kid. Um, you said we know we would know about. It does feel like the basketball community, and I assume it's because of AAU and these yeah. the tournaments. It feels like the community of people that, like you guys, all know each other, right? Growing up, like oh, that guy's gonna go to the NBA. That guy's gonna be in the NBA. Even as like teenagers and college, everything. It feels like that community is very, very tight. Am I right in reading that from the outside? Yeah, um, for the most. Yeah, for sure. I mean. I mean, for the most part, we've been playing each other, you know, especially some of the guys in the league have been playing each other since since grade school. Um, I've known guys since, you know, ninth grade, 10th grade, and now I'm in my ninth year in the NBA, and it's just crazy how far that, you know, a lot of us have come. So, yeah, I feel like for the most part, when you're, when you're you know, don't sound arrogant and cocky, but when you're good enough and you're you know that you're going to be elite, you know who those other guys are, and then you kind of build those relationships with them. And then, you know, 10 years down the line, you guys are still playing. You guys still have that history. So it's definitely like that. And even even more so now because social media is such a big thing that, like, a lot of these kids are just, like, famous before they even get to college. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, everybody knows who they are. They're, like, you know, made celebrities overnight. Like, high school kids have verified check marks and a million followers on Instagram just because, you know, they're, they're dunking and just doing crazy stuff. So – and it, it, the community is a lot tighter. Everybody knows everybody, but I mean, to get to this point, and you definitely are going to know, you know, majority of the people around your surroundings. Um, I wish I would have played basketball. Oh, <laughs> too late. Price, but you're a ball, and now you're you're a pro wrestler. You did it right. Hey, by the <laughs> way, right. appreciate the congratulations today for uh, rookie yeah. of the year title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was big time. I seen that. He's going flips from the top rope. It's uh. 
Yeah, Pat Max is out there kicking ass right now. I love hey, <laughs> I appreciate you, T. Russ. You are as well, Bub. And whenever you uh, find time to speak into a microphone more often, your podcast, you crush it as well. So uh, I appreciate you a lot. What do you got, Connor? Yeah, Terrence, a big conversation right now on the internet is about uh, the logo changing to Kobe. Do you think that's something that's going to happen and that's just inevitable? Um, I hope so, man. I really do. I, I grew up, you know, Kobe was like my idol growing up. So I'm all for that. Like, it, it makes sense. I mean, Jerry West has held it down for however long he's been up there. So it's like 88 fucking years he's been in the world. <laughs> but for the most part, bro, Kobe would be, he's an icon. And, you know, even just after his death, his impact just on the world in general has just, it's, it's gone even up and beyond past what anybody thought. So I feel like he should for sure be the logo. Um, now, that conversation then, uh, would go to, well, what should the image be then? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because there yeah. is some um, incredible... Now, the one Kyrie put out there was him dribbling, but I don't think that is the... There should be some sort of... Do you have in your eyes what you think it should be then, the image? Um... I mean, it's tough, man, because... What if it's where he's standing there with the ball? Like, what if the <laughs> yeah. ball is like an inch from his face and he just stands there and just stares <laughs> it down that moment? Or how about he's standing at the uh, free throw line with his Achilles blown out and just... All right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you can't go wrong. I mean, Jerry West is literally... What is he doing? Just like half a dribble. Somebody call him at the worst moment for a basketball <laughs> picture. So anything you can do can't be worse than that. So... I maybe it should just be him walking off like a silhouette and just walking off with his hand up like he did in the last game. Boom. Yeah, just that'd be dope. Keep it right here. It's a memorial after that. That would be dope. Um, let's talk about NBA uh, top shot here. Listen, I'm in the game. Hey, hey, I'm in yes. the game. Hey, you guys aren't on it now. You guys should get definitely get into it. Um, <laughs> it's the biggest thing in the NBA world right now. I feel like a lot of people are catching on. This morning, I was waking up at, like, 10 o'clock trying to get in the line for this drop that they had. So. Did you get it? Did you get in? No. No, I did not. I was close. We didn't uh, either. Not really close, but close than a lot of people. There was 200,000 people in the waiting line, and there was only 10,000 packs available. And so they had the drop for, like, you know, you can, you can stand in line for the first 30 minutes of the drop, and then after that, when it's, like, 30 minutes down and it's time to open the shop, they randomized the 10,000 people selected from the 200,000 people standing in line. So I got pretty close. I got to like 50,000, which is better than being anything else, but it was too far. I didn't get anything, so now I got to wait for next week. Uh, I didn't get a pack, obviously. I just wow. I, I went the lazy way of just buying a Zion thing. We had four people in there waiting as well alongside of you. Uh, just kind of it seems like kind of pissing in the wind you guys are just basically kind of doing there but i hope you guys eventually get in there sometime the it's amazing to me how fast it has gone though this thing is taking you said it's the biggest thing in the nba world how many other players are talking about it uh are you guys seeing this as a potential you know maybe investment financial Ooh. opportunity here this is a good idea for the players to potentially own this shit yeah man this is it's it's changing the, the way that you know people interact with players when it comes to sports memorabilia and when it comes to you know cards you know anything like that because it's all taking place online now so and now the nba is licensed it so that you know, these moments was which you're essentially you know paying for and opening the packs for are you know trademarked by the nba and there's apparently you're the only person that can have that once you pay for it so it's pretty dope and the way that it has value is just like man like any you, it, it makes it fun because now you have to watch the games you have to watch what's going on in the nba world because 
you might have a player that gets hot. You have his card, and now his his value skyrocketed up. And now that card that was going for twenty bucks is now going for two hundred bucks, and you can sell it for however much. So, it's a fun game. It's like it's like NBA Wall Street, and <laughs> crazy over it right now. Um, there's a lot of money being tossed around, so uh, it's fun for everybody. Well, uh, we're in the game. You know our. Our NTF game is uh, <laughs> through the roof. You know, uh, no, NFT. Our NFT game mm-hmm. is just absolutely taking off. We appreciate you taking time today, Terrence. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Hey, man, stay alive over there, dude. That has to be grueling. As you were explaining, like the back to back, shortened season travel, land of three, how you doing, walk through here. That day, that is a, you guys live like a rock star lifestyle while having to be incredibly athletic as well. That's insane. Yeah, man, it's a new day and age. We just got to roll with the punches. I got to go to the gym in a little bit anyway, so. Hey, let's put up some shots, huh? Let's put up some shots. Points. Little pop a shot. Always. Hey, I I go chest pass off the backboard. That's what I do. The one just like the right off the backboard, just drop in. Yeah. What is your move? You go shot probably because you have a great shot. Yeah, push. That's the only way it counts. Well, what about a bank swish? Because I got a lot of those. Yeah, we don't count those over here. But it didn't hit the rim. You know, it was strategically placed. Nah, you don't need the backboard. Swish, no swish. Yeah, but do you know, it's almost harder, they're saying, to bank swish every single time. (laughs) Way harder. harder, Could you... Swish or no swish? (laughs) People are saying the bank swish is harder, though. That's what people are saying. For the bank shot from deep. We're not doing that. Swish or no swish? Terrence, the bank swish, <laughs> if it was on top shot right now, oh, just going oh, like this, yeah. pal. It, it, it started maybe yeah. five bucks with the way you were speaking about it, but then once people and scientists start looking into how hard it actually is oh, yeah. to do, that thing's going. <laughs> Terrence, also another idea here. We need um, we need to start missing the, the second free throw on a more regular basis, getting our own rebound, putting it up, yeah. three-point play every single time. We need that to start happening a little bit more. Good old Papi stats. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> My man, ladies and gentlemen. He's awesome. Cool guy. Nine years in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, AJ. Yeah, it is. I, I thought you were going to ask him to try to bank one in uh, in a game, like bank a free throw in for you. That is awesome. Hey, is he still on? And then uh, you could buy the call him whatever back. it's called. Can we call him back? Can you oh, call him back? Buy the bank shot, top shot. Oh, oh my God, call him. Good idea, AJ. So how easy is it to sell these things? Like, if I say I buy one right now and someone wants to offer me 100 bucks more, can I sell it right away? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not in a selling game right now, okay? This is uh-huh. a hold, hold the line type situation yeah. right now. Hold the line. Hey, uh, Terrence. Yo. Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> Long time to talk. <laughs> hey, appreciate you answering again. Uh, I just want to let you know, if you... Um, if you bank swish a free throw, okay, anytime this season, uh, $100,000 to a foundation of your choosing. Ooh. And I'm going to buy the top shot. Ah, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's so easy, huh? Hey, we're either going to count it or we're not going to count it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yeah. You okay, thought. so goalie scoring. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot easier. Bank swish, free throw. I mean, let's go. He let's... gets fouled in garbage time. Why not? Why? We bust it out first game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Plays tomorrow. Save the, the jazz. Yeah. Save the jazz, tomorrow. Mitch. 
What's that, AJ? It's going to happen tomorrow. Like, what do you mean? The guy's the guy's a wizard. Like, everybody in the NBA can shoot lights out. Oh, you don't think he can bank one in with ease? Whoa. Yeah, but the free throw, I feel like, is something that they, like, you, you it it breaks the greatest of men, that free throw line, at certain times. Yeah. I mean, there is full-on situations. Russell Westbrook threw up an air ball a couple weeks ago, one of the best basketball players to ever play basketball in the history of basketball. We're talking bank swish here. We're not yeah. talking no, yeah, bank but, front rim in. No. We're talking Westbrook bank swish. swish. He's still on. Yes. Terrence, bank swish. He's a 90% free throw shooter. Mm. Mm. He's a 90%. Hey, 90% from the free throw line. That's a layup for you. Come on. It was all swishes, though. Yeah, that backboard back. It can hit that back rim and pop out and you like a dummy. Exactly. That's the whole, that's what we're talking about here. You know what I mean? Well, when there's pressure on the line, it's, just, it's a little different. All right, we're just I saying can go it. out there and just do it on my own. Hey, I made six free throws. Yeah, the seventh one was going off the glass. There you go. Well, I just want to let you know, like, you have all season to do this. This doesn't have to be tomorrow. It's for charity. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. Yeah, do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. You're right. Do it for the children. Hey, yeah, how about this? <laughs> oh, no. I was about to say fourth quarter, game within, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Oh, imagine the commentators. What is this? Like a big game. <laughs> Bang. It's over. Oh, all right. Good luck out there, Terrence. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, just think about it. You know what I mean? I got it up here. I got it up here. <laughs> Terrence Ross. Yeah. yeah. Team Ross. <laughs> all right, let's get some phone calls. He's staying on the whole time. That's all he was thinking. He was trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you guys kept talking about it. I didn't want to hang up on him when we just called him back two seconds after we. Oh, oh Jay, super nice guy. Nice Jay. Jay. He's probably pissed off about that, though, because he had to act like he was. <laughs> no, I think he was enjoying the whole conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's tired. Hey, the question, though, the question we could have asked him, like, let's say he gets two. It's not a one on one situation. He gets two free throws. He tries to bank the first one, and it just goes horribly wrong. Does he attempt to bank the second? <laughs> yeah, because you might as well at this yeah, point. Yeah. Have to. Yeah, he then, they, on then they show a clip. Well, hopefully the networks that do it are show a clip of this show and they interlude the, you talking about this and offering a hundred grand. If he gets fouled on a three, it's like the tenth frame of bowling. Yeah, oh. you know what I mean. Like he's just going to have to hit one of the first two there, then he can give it a go. If it's easy. Like. Yeah, I mean if he really <laughs> cares about charity, <laughs> it's going to John in Illinois. John, what's going on? They're in like a playoff hunt. <laughs> yeah. Boys, hey to the J, how we doing? Not too shabby, John. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Mr. Rookie of the Year, I saw you cut a promo from a plane last week on NXT. It was incredible per usual. Thank you. But I'm tired of watching Stooge Boy himself, Adam Cole, run around for two hours every single Wednesday. The Rookie of the Year cannot just stop now. He's got to go win a title so he can put it on that organized desk every single week during the show so the wrestling community will erupt. This is my guy. Mm-hmm. Shout out you, John, in Illinois. Shout out. Shout Adam out. Cole does stink, doesn't he? He's the worst. Oh, He's scumbags. Let's go to Dan in New York. What's going on, Dan? Hope we can pander as well as John. Oh, <laughs> he was telling the truth. Oh, you he, hear was. Me? he was. He was. I, it's a great compliment to you. He was telling the truth. He was telling exactly the truth that you want to hear. I hear a lot of truths on a daily basis, okay? Some much more pleasant than others. That one was very pleasant, okay? So, Jesus, let me live in it for a second. Dan, what do you want to talk about? Hey, man. Good afternoon. I hope everybody's doing well. You, the boys, everything like that. Um, 
hey, we look at a guy like Tom Brady, who's easily the most winningest quarterback in NFL history, arguably the best quarterback, and you look at his salary and you realize he's not even getting paid what you think the best quarterback in the league should be getting paid. My, my, my question for you, and I'm curious your opinion on this, should that set a standard to other NFL teams to say, if you want to be a Super Bowl winning team, if you want to have a legacy, you need to underpay your quarterback and then overpay your weapons and your offensive line and your defense. And as a Cowboys fan, I'm thinking about that a lot with Dak right now. Somebody should be saying that to him. Okay, yeah, he's played for uh, so long, and he's, uh, the money he has earned has been massive. That's why. Now, granted, he should have made much more money. We oh, all yeah. agree. What he did for New England was very nice of uh, uh, Tom, but his situation is much different than a lot of people's. Now, granted, people would say, well, how, isn't $100 million enough? And it's like, I mean... I was never in that position, so I don't know if you should ask me uh, that particular case. AJ uh, took all whatever $175 million they offered AJ, though, didn't you, AJ? Well, the thing about happens, if you take an under-market value, like there's not many agents that are going to want you to take that. You Then you kind of screw the other quarterbacks that are up in, up in line next for another deal. So Tom Brady is a very different situation. When he was with the Patriots, obviously he was paying, get paid much less than he could have gotten probably from somewhere else. But, hey, like – Everywhere's not the Patriots, though, either. And the NFLPA isn't going to be thrilled about I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. But I, I, I thought Andrew Luck was going to potentially do it, by the way. Yeah. I thought Andrew Luck felt like one of the guys he, you know, I don't want to say he, he was, he came from a pretty established, he did. He came from a very comfortable family. Not that that changes anything. His dad was just a very successful person, as was his mom, his whole family. Uh, and he seemed like a guy, you know, very casual, rode bicycles, like he did not dress flash, he did not do anything. When his contract was up, especially after the, you know, the ass beating he continued to get on the field, I thought there was a chance that he was going to be one of the guys who goes, you know, I'll take it, just protect me, let's build this team up or anything like that. Uh, and then like two weeks or three weeks before his contract was announced. Jim Irsay tweeted that I'm going to pay him the most money anybody's ever been paid for. And I was like, okay, so I guess there is not a conversation of that happening. And when I mentioned that, a lot of people came to me and were like, Andrew Luck would not have been allowed to do that. I was like, by who? And they're like, the NFL PA, the agent. There's just like no way. His, his friends that are quarterbacks around the NFL, they would all be very pissed off. Tom Brady's at like his 10th contract at this point. Those first guys, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where you kind of just got to do it, even though everybody knows the team could be better if you take less. Yeah, you can now all you can do is try to like structure it the right way to where you could still find a way to fill in those pieces. I think that's what they're trying to figure out now. Like, how do I pay my, my franchise quarterback and structure it in a way to where it doesn't screw us after the first couple of years, maybe? Patrick Mahomes style. Mm-hmm. First couple of years is next to nothing, then it's all there. And they'll probably kick the can down the road whenever they get there and figure that out. But he's, they're like, hey, we think you're half a billion dollar quarterback. Is that cool? We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, okay, we'll be able to build the team. Okay, let's do it. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I mean, the Walter Payton man of the year is not even doing it. And then he's, you know, bummed about how his offensive line's not yeah. great. It's like, hey, Russ, okay. you want a better offensive line? All right. all right, let's go to Clint in Indianapolis, Indiana. What's going on, Clint? Hey, fat boys. A to the J. How are we doing today? Hey, not too shabby. How are you, pal? I'm good, man. In Arizona, living the dream. Hey, I got a Arizona. question, Pat. You've done a lot. Ooh. What's that? Arizona. Arizona right now, 75 and sunny. Oh, wow. I thought I said Indiana there. What do, you want to talk? What, what do you want to talk about, Clint? Hey, Pat. Well, I just want to say, you know, you've done a lot in your life. Uh, punt, pass, and kick, national champion, uh, division one right. kicker. Fiesta Bowl champion, pro bowler, 
Super Bowl starter, but I wanted to know what in the absolute hell happened on that fake punt against the Patriots. That was just dog. All right. Jeez. Oh, come on. On today of all days. Come on. Come on. Unbelievable. This guy. I was not a part of that fake punt, even though my name was right across the bottom. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Jeez, did he even say Rookie of the Year there? No. No. He didn't even announce the Roy. Today, on this day, new title. All he said was Super Bowl starter. Kicked off the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, both kind of accurate, I guess. I was like the golf guy at the first tee. Also got a Fiesta Bowl, you know, record as well. Yeah, I do. Thank you. They they posted that Mm -hmm. a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago. Hey, who, who votes on Rookie of the Year for wrestling? No. All the most important people that have the biggest brains. No. You would, you would know them, AJ. Yeah, you would Notables. never understand. Yeah. I'm just asking. Do you know how many people vote? A lot. Actually, you know what? The interesting thing is, AJ, you should potentially celebrate as well. And Nick, I was kind of taking this in an incredibly selfish fashion because it was just my name there. But, I mean, you boys were a pretty massive part. I mean, weren't you? I mean, you, yeah. Darius, yeah. Nick, Foxy behind the scenes. You guys are Rookie of the Year, too. Nice job. Hey, you guys are Rookie of the Year, too. Good job, Nick. Yeah, I got COVID tested, so I should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm part of it, right? Am I part of the rookie of the year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in the arena. Yeah. In the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Banged my knee super hard one time in the practice jump up and needed Triple H. Like, uh, one of you just blasted your knee. <laughs> I, I tried to play it off. Like, we practiced, we were going to jump up when they were coming. And I jump up and just dong, boom, hit my knee so hard on something. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, just kept on climbing, just got up there and didn't say anything. He knew right away. By the way, the thought of Triple H going, hearing that sound and turning around, be like, well, I don't know. I'm going to assume it was you, AJ. Okay. I just held, I just held it in and acted like it was. I don't, yeah. Hey, I, don't I guess it was that guy. Limping on the side of the ring, <laughs> holding on. Because uh, I did that, right? That was, uh, Brock Lesnar did that, right? Brock Lesnar does the jump up. It used to be magical. And as soon as I got a ring, obviously the first thing I see is like, can I, can I do that or not? So that was literally, the, I was like, this is the only way I'm getting to the ring now is I'm just jumping up to the top there or whatever. And I, I did that. And Darius, whenever we were about to do that, or whatever, D-Butt, who's going to be on Monday or whatever, he was like, hey, I'm going to jump up on that thing now. I, I'm a, I was like, hey, don't get caught. Now, if you because if you get hit short there, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a little bit, of, there's, a, there's a rope there. Don't, and it's a pretty good box jump. It's a pretty... Yeah. It's a pretty healthy box jump if you have anything in there. It's not. I did not know you almost bashed your face. That is, that is awesome news. That is great to hear. That makes me feel much more athletic. Also very sorry. And that even more so earned you that rookie of the year because you took a bump in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You almost blew a knee yeah. out in this whole thing. Yeah, you're right. You know, I feel pretty good about that. I should. I just needed stretchier jeans. I should have maybe worn like tights that day, not jeans. Yeah, you got to wear the jeans that I wear. You know, they're basically like yoga pants, you know. Let's go to Billy in Michigan. What's going on, Billy? What's going on, boys? Happy Feel Good fucking Friday. Hey. Shout out AJ Cigars. Shout out Rookie of the Year. Shout out Connor's Glasses. Shout out Dick Shout Pat. Out. Shout out Gump's Beard. How we doing today? Hey, Zito, We're fuck good. you. Zito's huh? good. Wow. Everybody's good, actually, Zito's Billy. Zito as a whole. What did AJ say? Wow. said Zito's gout. Oh, I thought you said. Yeah, that too. How we doing today? Everything's great, thank you, Billy. What do you want to talk about? What did, to- what did Tone pick us up? Um, I want to talk about what uh, AJ and Pat is. Um, AJ's been Aaron's best friend forever. Uh, Pat is 
Aaron's new best friend. Who do you want to see in Green Bay if there was a free agent wide receiver signing? Great question, Billy. They're going to have to sign somebody, you know, because yeah. although they have absolute weapons in Green Bay, it would be nice to be able to have the artillery that the other high, high, high teams have in the NFL. Um, you know, sign T.Y., go get T.Y., mm. maybe Godwin, go get Godwin up there. T.Y. Maybe, hopefully comes back to the Colts, by the way. I didn't say it yesterday, but there's a lot out there. Can't thank you enough for listening to the show. There's a lot of other shows you could potentially listen to. The fact that you're listening to this show, we are eternally grateful for. If you enjoyed the show, be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Have the greatest weekend of your life. Big thank you to all the guests that stopped by this week, all the boys for all their hard work, especially Mitt. Great work here, Mitt, stepping up for Ty. I appreciate you, buddy, and all the boys. Thank you, and all the listeners. You are the greatest. Um, have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please play some independent music and propel these people into a great weekend. Cheers.